Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Check these microphones. Make sure everything works all right. Am I coming in loud and clear? What did you do to yourself? I, I, you I don't yourself all, in the of, eye? all of a sudden, I feel like I have a contact in my eye, but I don't wear contacts. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I have an eyelash in my Uh-oh. eyeball. Help me! All right. Help, Help me! <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, in fact, learns the one right before the mics went on. Hey, guys, let's have a great show today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, let's get this over with. Well, let's get through this. No, we have so much stuff to talk about today. Like what? I mean, it's National Pasta Day, for God's sake. I'm surprised oh, you're not off. Oh, my goodness. My you didn't take it off this goodness. year. Well, wow. and, and uh, as somebody would avow at the end of her last name, Hubbard gives me the right and the choice <laughs> yes. to take the day off on National Pasta Day. I choose to be here. So brave. Because St. Louis needs me. Yep. St. Louis needs me more than ever, I think. Someone's mm-hmm. brave. Yes. Appreciate it. I thank you, Scott. You're welcome. So brave to come in today. I know. You didn't have to, but here you are. Truly selfless. I know. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, no, we'll get to, uh, there's a ton of food news to get to. Ton of, there's a ton of things that we need to know and some stuff we shouldn't know. I'm excited. That's right. Some stuff we need to know and some stuff <laughs> better left unsaid. Hmm. But we're going to say it, of course. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Of course we are. Of course we're going to say it, and we're going to ruin things. Yep. Soda machines. Going to ruin them. Yeah. Bacteria. Oh, yeah. Oh. And a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I already know. I already know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Think about the lip of your cup. 
touching the other lips of other oh. cops that have touched. The no, it's not even that. It's like how often do they clean the like the nozzles? And, oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's not even talk about the ice. Don't oh, even get me started ice. on no, ice. Oh, don't get me started on ice. The old dough buckets and oh, the old ice. Working at a bar and knowing what you know about the ice. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I try not to do the ice anymore, except should we just for... jump into it? Should yeah, we just go. Just go. Let's uh, just jump right into it. Except for the <laughs> rabbit poop ice, which, by the way, if I ever won the, the I mean, I, I won't win the lottery because I don't play the lottery. If one of my friends ever won the lottery mm-hmm. and decided to do the right thing and give me a large amount of cash suddenly, yes. first thing I'm buying is one of them ice machines that makes a little rabbit poop ice. Sonic like, ice, like lion's shoes. Oh, is that? Yes. I, yeah, I think Sonic does it too. I don't need yeah. Sonic. Haven't since October sixth, uh, two thousand three. Mm, okay, the incident. Twenty years ago. Uh, we have ice trays at home <laughs> to make it, dude. You don't have to be rich. Oh, uh, I might like the little. Tina's Rabbit. got Tina bought these little ice trays. They're like spherical and tiny, and she uh, puts them in, and trays. she puts them in a little container. Trays equals effort. I don't, I don't want that. Oh, you lost. Uh, he lost the I, recipe. Oh. <laughs> I want the machine that just makes the rabbit poop ice, and okay. I will clean it. It's gotta. It's gotta cost. It, it seems like more effort than filling a tray. Well, yeah, yeah. In the in the pocket department. That's why I'm not gonna get it until a friend wins the lottery. Yeah, but I yeah, think someone come it, over and clean it every once in a while, and they okay. maintenance it. And... Every time I'm inside a lion's choice, and I get that little rabbit poop ice, I'm just like, man, this, this is luxury. This is living. It's the best ice to crunch down on your molars. Oh yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. chewable ice. That's it, it. And our parents were always telling us, don't chew ice. Don't chew ice. You're gonna chip a tooth, and somehow it's gonna be very, very bad if you chew ice. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, like, brother, brother that rabbit too? poop one time. Like actual rabbit poop. Yeah. Oh. It does look like six. Me and an older girl in the neighborhood told both of our younger brothers that rabbit turds out of her little rabbit pen were M and M's, where the candy shells oh. melted off. Oh, they, no. they went all in, dude. Oh, both a handful. Oh, both of them. All a in. handful, like uh, like yeah, like a kid's handful, but still uh, like four or five. Ah, uh, four or five nice. pellets. Ah. Did you notice how squishy the turds? Always felt were? bad about that. I didn't think they'd do it, you know. I like how this show is just, especially this first hour, is just us airing out the shame in our lives sometimes. Oh, and there's a lot of it. And there's and a lot. never-ending supply of shame. Listen, <laughs> not a perfect person. Yeah. <laughs> so, those aren't candy pieces? No. No. Scott, no. Okay. Did they describe well, the taste? That. That's weird. They cried they a lot. They spit it out right away? Yeah, they spit it out right away. And uh... This is... A... <laughs> this is not chocolate. <laughs> this doesn't taste like <laughs> this oh, chocolate. Dear. These are spoiled. Then it was the whole like trying to talk them out of telling. Yeah, oh, oh that's the that hard whole part. process as a kid of like, no, you're fine, you're fine. It's a joke, you're fine. Oh yeah, telling your younger brother like, it's fine. Uh, don't tell mom. Is that how the ice is at Sonic? I never knew that. Yeah, man. Yeah. That. You can buy it by the bag at Sonic, too. Oh, no kidding. What? Oh, yeah. My mother-in-law Whoa. does it all the really? time. Really? Huh. Yeah. How long party? does it keep on a shelf? Look out, if you know what I'm saying. Well, it, I mean, it keeps at her house in the freezer, not oh, on the shelf, okay. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, a uh, new study. Uh, researchers find deadly superbug bacteria in soda fountains. Superbug yeah. Super bacteria. Superbug. Um, look at... Coliform bacteria, C-O-L-I-F-O-R-M bacteria. So a study found <clears throat> a study found that 41% of water from soda dispensers contained coliform bacteria. Okay. Yeah. And then you got your listeria, you got your salmonella, you got your E. coli. Oof, this is like tic-tac bacteria looking like. Coliform bacteria. I'm looking at a picture of it. It looks like a snake. Well. It like doesn't look, doesn't look like a turd anything. snake. Doesn't look like anything I want. Mm-mm. I mean, does it taste good, though? 
What does it do to you? Diarrhea. I bet. Oh, everything causes mm. diarrhea. Well, it does. like the norovirus. Right? Everything causes diarrhea. It's a fountain maker. Yes, from the fountain. Mm-hmm. So the study was performed by Loma Linda University in California. Researchers only tested fountains, for, I guess, near the campus. Yeah. And they said, we cannot say that soda fountain contamination is only in the eastern Coachella Valley. So this is everywhere. probably something that's everywhere. Yeah. A microbiologist in Michigan State said uh, it's a concern that they found these pathogens. It's clear and indicated that we need to be... Uh, we need to be cleaner. What? We just don't know how big this threat is. Okay, so it comes with the diarrhea. Which it comes with be... your standard uh, diarrhea, watery or bloody. Oh. Abdominal cramps and pain, a little vomiting and nausea, fever and fatigue, and of course, the loss of appetite oh, and weakness. man. The worst. There you go. Enjoy. Gaseous distension and headache can also follow. As well as urinary tract infections and typhoid fever. Now, oh. typhoid Ooh. fever. Wow. <laughs> Man, Whoa. I don't want that. You know, I'm just not It's going. all coming from the soda fountain. Not leaving my house anymore. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, so you're not going to leave your house? No. I'm oh, not. Maybe hey, you hey. get food delivered to you, right? Let's, let's hear about this. Oh, let's hear. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> before, before you move on. Before you move on. Coliform bacteria are mostly harmless. Until... Until it's not. Dot, dot, dot. Well, yeah, until it's until in your soda. Until it hits your bowels, and then it's <laughs> Until it mixes with Coca-Cola. <laughs> and then it's go time. Yeah, listen, when I was in the service, McDonald's, yeah. I don't... There wasn't the self-serve soda machines. Right, it's better time. Lesser yeah, hands. A little control. Yeah. We had a little control over everything. At McDonald's now, is it self-serve? Is it self-serve soda? Well, or do is, they still control? It is self-serve, but remember, they're going away with that, right? Didn't we yeah, have that just, story? Yes. Yeah, and, we, and we just went to a place, where was it, that, that had a sign that said everything was going to be, what, were they taking away self It was maybe Panera? We just can't be, yeah. Panera, Panera self-serve. Yes. I don't think we can be trusted. Clearly We can't not. be trusted. <clears throat> we cannot be trusted as, as people right. to keep things clean. Because there are some animals out there that ruin it for everybody. Are you going to the theater for this story? <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about the Grubhub driver that was caught eating oh, okay. customers' food. I got it. I got it. Oh, see. there's something from a movie theater? Yeah, dude. So my daughter went to the uh, the uh, Taylor Swift film this last weekend. Yeah. And she came home. <laughs> she came home with like a, a bucket, like a Taylor Swift bucket, like a popcorn bucket. That pro- I don't know what it cost, but and then a pl- and a plastic cup that was Taylor Swift, and the plastic cup was like fifteen bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Fifteen Collectors. bucks. <laughs> right. So I have no, I didn't even want to ask her how much the popcorn thing was, uh. and she's got her own money, and she, you know, whatever. So she came home with all the goods, and then as soon as she shows me this stuff, and I was like, "Isn't this awesome?" I was like, "Yeah, it's cool. It's a plastic cup. That's you know, I think that's cool." Uh, I saw this viral TikTok or something like that going around of a gal who was going into theaters and she was like, I'm not paying $15 for a plastic cup. And she would go down into the trash cans, got the Taylor Swift cup, washed it off in the bathroom and went and filled it up with a soda machine. Ugh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And my son, my son hears me telling my daughter that and goes, yeah, I'd do that too. Oh, <laughs> uh, he would? Like, what? Uh. Are you serious? And he goes, well, yeah, if you washed it out really good with the soap, I mean, yeah. you're trusting I'm yourself sure to wash fine. your hands with that. Right, you don't drink out of it until you run it through the I'm, dishwasher. I'm, like, I'm, on, I'm sure it's fine. And that's what I said. I but said I'd take I wouldn't it home. do it. No, I wouldn't do it either. But like, if you're gonna do it, do it right. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Like running through the dishwasher. Yeah. But it made me think. I think you're going to run you... the risk. You just start, you just fill it up immediately. <laughs> it made oh. me think, man. I mean, soda machines are nastier than Nasty. I ever gave them credit for. Nasty. Uh, so, are you somebody that door dashes and grub hubs often? No, not often. Randomly, sometimes. Rafe? You guys DoorDash or GrubHub or Uber We Eats? do, not as often as we used to, but we do. Yeah. In the back of your head, do you ever think, I don't know, from, from, the, from the time it leaves the restaurant to the time it gets to my front door, mm-hmm. do you ever think, what's going on? Oh, Every all the time. Time. Oh, What's for, going on in the car? Is yeah. the car, do they just have their dogs in there? What's going on? Did they eat a fry? What's happening? What's going on? And I, have you guys seen the movie Dumb Money yet? Mm-mm. Well, Pete Davidson's character I won't get into too much. So let's just say after you see that film, you're going to say, you know, I'm good. I can pick it up myself. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, I do like when the stores put the seal on the bag. Yeah, like tape it up. Like they, there's like a they put like a red piece of yeah, I think Chipotle does. Hardly it. any of them do that anymore. They used to all do it. I mean, especially during 2020. They used to, yeah, they all yeah, now, they used to now, all do it. Now half of the ones that, that we get and we don't get it too often. Uh, they they're not sealing that bag at all. I feel like mine is sealed more often than not still. Yeah, Maybe it's just where I'm ordering from. I don't know. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Like, so what do you Grubhub or I'm sorry, is there even Grubhub in this area? There know. is. There, I think yeah. it got bought. One of them bought the other. Either Grubhub, Uber Eats bought Grubhub, or what's the other one? Door, DoorDash. DoorDash. Maybe DoorDash and Grubhub. Uber Eats. Eats. I don't know if there's Grubhub. <laughs> well, a, a DoorDash type of company. So what do you DoorDash the most? Sometimes. Oh man, that's a good question. Sometimes on Sundays, if me and Tina are feeling lazy and just want to hang out, I'll. I'll door dash some Einstein's bagels to the house. All right. That sounds yummy. Because we just like, I don't want to go stand in line, but that's a nice little I've never, at-home brunch treat. Yeah, because bagels are bagels, and they don't need to be hot. Oh. Or you do the, like a breakfast sandwich. Breakfast sandwich, oh. dude. I thought maybe you, you door dash uh, no, no, no. They got like a dozen bagels Einst- or something. No. Einstein's bagels has some like breakfast sandwiches that are off the hook. Oh, yeah. No. I, I Is it close enough where they still... Hot, hot. Oh yeah. Okay, that's great. Nice. Uh, if we get anything to my house, it's warm, if not room temperature. Nothing comes to my house hot. Nothing. Every time we DoorDash something to the house, it sucks. And I don't know Every why. Every time. Every time. Well, yeah, you really got to pick and choose. What Every time. And think about the distance. And now, remember, it, oh, no. look at my Uber on DoorDash, history. you got to pay extra to make sure it gets to your house first. Otherwise, they're oh, yeah. you're subject I'll to them. Pay the extra three bucks. Are you kidding it. me? Other, uh, otherwise, it's you're subject so to them funny. picking up three or four different orders. Yeah, I'll right. pay the extra three bucks to expedite my order. I mean, if you do something like fries, you're all, you're setting yourself up. Now for the kids would do like Chick Fil A or Chipotle, and I'm like, all right, let me get a Chipotle too. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, we used to do. Mission- <laughs> sucks every time. It sucks. We used to do Mission Taco. Chipotle <laughs> sucks as it is. Let's be honest. Are you dying on this hill right now? Chipotle sucks. Wow, it's not great. Why? It's like overhyped. It. You don't like a burrito? Well, burritos in general are overhyped. It's overhyped. So, it's, let's be honest. It's an overhyped thing. I don't know. Sometimes it's I okay. want to go to... Ch- sometimes I'm like, I'm feeling Chipotle. It's I want okay. a stuffed... Yeah. Yeah. See, I... You know, I, wrap. I boycotted it for a while. I used to eat it all the time. And then I was out in California whenever all the stuff was going down with it, mm. where everyone was getting sick all the time. So I started boycotting it in my heart and uh, wouldn't <laughs> go there. And uh, so anyways, Cadoba's around, man. You don't have to go there. You go to Cadoba and it is thing. legit. I, know. I, I look at those Cadoba's as the same. yummy. It's the same. What no, do you mean it's, it's yummy? Good. It's the same it's thing. It's yummy. It's, it's real food. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not just with a different Gross name. Stuff. I feel like Chipotle's a little leveled up of Qdoba, though. 
No hate. I'll eat them both. But I'm just saying. Okay, it's a little I, fancier. There's something weird suck. with it. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't suck. It's way overrated. It's a little fancier. They got a little bit more vegetarian. And they don't uh, have to do the rice. Not that you care, but they have like fake meat options, which I like. Back to you. What do you get? You get a burrito or you get one of them salads? Like the, the bowls? I get No, I get a burrito. Sometimes the wow. bowls hit with the spot. Uh, I don't get it. or whatever it is that go in it. Tina loves it and I don't get it. I do the it's bowl. It's fine. It's the subway of Mexican food. Oh, yeah. speaking of that. That's all it is. Your boy had Jimmy John's the other day. I ate one of them. Uh, you float on the bread? One of them boat buoy things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I my, will die on that hill. My kids that love that good. crap. And I, I was like, again, you know what? Jimmy go. John's army is behind me, by the way. I, every time I go, they're like, thanks for talking about us on the Riz show. Yo, I'm telling you, I just don't. I'm not it's susceptible so to whatever the thing is. I don't have that gene that, that, that makes it like taste good. You don't like Beach Club. You're not part of the Beach Club. Get beach out. Beach Club is so good. Dude, that's where it's at. Anyway, back to Grubhub. Okay. So this is out of Long Beach, California. <clears throat> Grubhub driver goes to this um, place called Mexihana's Hibachi Grill. Nice. Which looks pretty good, actually. And the owner, I guess, was uh, looking at the surveillance camera in the parking lot. He sees the Grubhub driver in the parking lot eating the customer's food. Well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you sure it was his and he didn't just get some extra fries? So he goes outside. He goes, what the hell are you doing? And the Grubhub driver goes, oh, this is my lunch. And he said, I'm sorry. If that's your food, I'm very, very sorry. And then he goes in to go check. And no, it was somebody's order. <laughs> like it was somebody. Jeez. Somebody's order this guy was meant to deliver. Wow. And uh, he could, the, the owner, the, the owner of this company, like called the customer like 15 times before they picked up the phone. Like, hey, don't, you're going to get a delivery. Don't eat it. Wow, that guy's Don't a hero. eat it. Yeah, he went above and beyond. Jeez. Wow. It's like, throw the food away. I always, uh, I always think that when, when those guys or gals quit, the day that they quit, I'm sure they're eating a free lunch. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, hell here, yeah, you are. You got a free the, lunch that day. Here's the, uh, the guy talking about it. I noticed that he was untying the bag and started chowing down on the food. Grubhub gets us back and says, hey, you know what? This customer didn't get enough shrimp. Or this customer didn't get his fried rice, or this customer didn't get his garlic noodles. Well, of course, your drivers are buffeting on their food. <coughs> wow. Buffeting yeah. on their food. Yeah, so what happens is... Did he have a seal? Uh, well, the, the owner says that he he wound up remaking the customer's food and delivering it himself. Wow. Like, got in the car, delivered it. This guy's but, awesome. But, you know, some of these drivers are apparently eating whatever. The customer's getting the, the bag and going, ah, oh, missing... I'm missing something. And then they and, contact. And they would contact the, the restaurant, and then they got a remake. And it cost the restaurant's money. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a loophole. Criminal loophole. I don't know, just a mind F of somebody just handling your food. Just yeah. a random person from an app. Yeah. I feel Are bad. you still ordering? I, I feel apps? I'm probably still going to order. <laughs> I feel bad for the for the industry in general. Because, the, you know, now this is an additional part of the business that they didn't... Um, that restaurant owners, you know, like didn't didn't sign up for, but have to do. It's like a necessary evil because, and I'm not saying it's evil because I like it. I like the fact that I can get all this food delivered. I really like the fact that it's creating jobs. Mm -hmm. I I like it. I and really you may do. Skip over a restaurant because they don't offer it. And and if you look at the stats, it's like some of these places that had you know 60, 70 percent in in you know in restaurant dining, on site dining. They're down to like eight percent, eight percent. A lot of these places that you see, you, you, you go by them, they're empty. They're empty because 
They don't have to staff in there. Well, I think the new model for Taco Bell is when they build new restaurants, not even they're not even putting dining rooms in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like ninety plus percent. Yeah, because if you go to Cordoba of dine out. You're standing there in line, and they're sitting there just also making a ton of, it looks like, you know, just ghost plates, just endless plates, putting them in bags, setting them on the shelf. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, business is good. I'm just saying that yeah. that's what they have it's to do. Wild. But now they're at the mercy of some of the, you know, a delivery driver that's eating the mustacholi in the, uh, nah. in the park. Yeah, but nah. how is this any different from delivery services before all of this? But because yeah. you because were the they one would hiring. Be employed. By the restaurant. Yeah, because you still, were the one hiring. I don't know, but the people are still shady. Even you if saw they that work in the, the restaurant. Of course, people are. Yeah. Pizza. People are shady in any, or right. could, there's potential for potential shadiness, shadiness in any, but at least that, re- if, if I'm, you know, yeah. Reza's Pizza, I'm I'm hiring right. my well, two, own delivery two drivers. Two things, now, he, he has more re- recourse and control when he's the one that's hiring him, but also, if it's Riz's Pizza, he knows he's getting into an industry with delivery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a, lot of the, a lot of these folks are hanging on. D- doing delivery that didn't sign up for it right. initially. I do curbside more than anything else. Like besides going in and actually eating somewhere. Like I, I do doing delivery is very rare for me. But curbside, I just don't, I just don't like. I, do it. I don't like you know warm food. You don't like warm food. You want hot food. I want hot food. Yeah. I don't want room temperature to warm food. The convenience is pretty dope though. It is. Then me thinks delivery is not for you, and it's not. <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> The queen must dine in. The queen must have hot food. <laughs> we'll be dining in tonight. Dang it. Uh, how many people have worked at McDonald's? <laughs> Just one ever? in this room. How oh, you, many people have worked at McDonald's? Half the people. here or ever? Uh, only one of us here? Anybody yeah. else in the service? Uh, no, uh, technically. I, mean, mine, I was close. Mine was King Scott. King Scott did, technically. He did a McDonald's commercial. Oh, yeah. Okay, so but that go. doesn't count. <laughs> I'm talking you. in the restaurant. No, I think 50% of people, though, have worked. That's a lot. It's it's actually, it's one one in every eight people have worked at McDonald's. Oh, really? Mm. That's a lot. That's, That's incredible. Amazing. That's a lot. How many, what's the population of the U.S.? <laughs> a lot. 300 and a whole bunch. 300. Yeah. La, 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 la. So one out of every eight people have worked at McDonald's. Well, there's five people in this Jeez. room, so it's one in five. In, in this room. 333.29 million. Hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Wait, I just updated. That means so around 41 million people are past or current Mickey D's employees. Do we still have the stigma of working at McDonald's? Because I don't, I remember like in the 2000s, like, oh, you're going to have to go work at McDonald's. It, like, But I don't hear that anymore, I, and it, listen, I'm glad. I recommend it. Yeah. I, I recommend working at McDonald's. 340 million, by the you way. You really learn a lot about people. Clowns. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> working in, you know, working. No. <laughs> you know, working weird hours for not a lot of money. I don't know. Dude, it's a great job. Like, I had one of my best friends growing up was working at McDonald's, and he loved it because he made a bunch of money and got great skills and got to eat as many fries as he wanted. And, yeah. you know, that's the perk, man. Yep. You got to smell like those fries, but you get to taste them. You get fries. to taste them. I, you know what? I wish I could have worked a drive-thru. I, I worked at Bellasinos as my time in the Maybe that's service. where I got the itch to be on the radio. It probably is, Riz. That's man. probably where all your charisma shined is through that. that cool headset. Yeah, man. I, I did a whole thing. I mean, I, I had a routine. And so when your what? friends come oh. up, you let them have a free soda. Did you, you have free soda? <laughs> when you you talk about, yeah, when he talks about his service and doing a thing, I thought you were talking about the great caper. What's great caper? Yeah, I, I uh, was relegated to emptying uh, the truck at one point because they didn't want me working up front or at the grill. Oh. 
Because you were not nice to me. I was not a model employee oh my God. for some of my time in the service. That's Surprise, how that's how well his charisma showed through yeah. is they put him on truck Get duty immediately. So the truck would come. You haven't heard about this story? The great I was caper? Part of the crew. No, oh, dude. And uh, my parents were away. And like the Thursday, so my parents were away for the weekend. The Thursday, the truck came. And the truck pulls up to the back of the restaurant. We put the. Um, the ramp, Like right? rollers, like little rollers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like You're the, supposed to roll the boxes down. And you roll down. the boxes down from the truck and, and right into the restaurant. All so right. I'd be at the bottom of the ramp, uh, bottom of the rollers. What's on the what's on these carts? Like, what, buns? Oh, I mean, the burgers, the everything, okay, everything, right. the, everything the, the restaurant needs. Okay, gotcha. Frozen fries, apple pies, to cooking oil. Were the apple pies frozen? Oh, yeah. Dang it. Nobody was making anything back there. Don't ruin this for me. You think somebody was actually rolling out yes. dough? I look Get at old Grandma here. McDonald's, and she's back there folding up those Get out of here. cherry pies. Get out of here. Nobody was like, you know, flour and water. And- I got cherry pies today. So with the eggs, do they make the eggs there or not? They actually fry they did eggs? crack from from when I worked there. Actually, they actually did crack eggs. Okay, and the little circle thing that they cracked them into. That's circle. cool as hell. Very cool. Aluminum thing. So. From the truck, down the roller, one into my car, one into the restaurant. <laughs> you did this? One into the car, one into the restaurant. What? The Great Caper. Uh, you were stealing? It was the heist. It was called the, the heist. heist. The, the great, heist. The Great Heist. <laughs> did you make, what did you do with all this stuff you stole? I tried to make the apple pies at home. Does not work. Dang it. They were okay. <laughs> what did your parents think? They're like, ah, Scott, they didn't know. you make dinner. Oh. They went away. Oh, they were away for the weekend. <laughs> they went away. I was having people over. Yeah, 50 That's apple fun. pies in a weekend. So, case apple pies into the car. Did you ever get prosecuted? No. <laughs> oh, Big McDonald's come for you. Statute of limitations week. is way past. Okay. We're talking 30 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe more. Ronald never forgets, okay? <laughs> yeah, Ronald man. McDonald's. The clown no, that's on list. does not forget. Yeah, dude. 30 years ago. Yeah, well, when you get home. Tonight, you look out your window and you see Grimace standing in the yard <laughs> with his arms crossed. With a knife. Staring through yeah, the window. Yeah. Grimace with his the, arms the crossed hamburger and a like hamburger with a billy club, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. knocking on his hand. The clown oh my God, that's tennis. terrifying. The clown is waving his finger like this. Shame. Uh, shame. Never no, cross was... the clown, Rizzuto. Never cross him. I never got fired. Never got fired from that. I set off the fire suppression system. What's wrong with you? <laughs> at the restaurant. Did not get fired. Did you have like aggression? Like we're having like teen age? Yeah, I was a teenager and I was like, hey, I dare you to pull the ring. Oh. Okay. All right. I bet you that costs thousands in damage. I have no idea. <laughs> so, again, we, when, if the next news, how old were you? 18, 19? No, it was like 15 or 16. Oh, all right. Just saying. So, so, so that's not saying it's 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right. Sometimes there's stories of, you know, 19-year-olds <laughs> doing really dumb things because that's what we No, did. this was really dumb. <laughs> or the time that it took the... Manager's prepper spray and go. Oh, I'm gonna spray one of these hamburgers on the grill. What? And see what happens. I don't remember that. Not story. to ever. I would never. I never. Not to say. And to God, never tampered anybody's food. Never. All right. Never did say, that. The karma on that is not. Never good. did that. All right. Except for that high school bully came through the drive. Even I had limits. <laughs> never did that. So I was again like we we can't have you up front. We're gonna put you back to the grill, uh, which was cool. I, I actually enjoyed doing that. The manager's keys were on the countertop. There was a thing of pepper spray on, you know, attached to the key ring. Uh-huh. 
I said, what's going to happen if I take the pepper spray and season this burger? Right. Will it taste like pepper? So I assume, um, you find out that as soon as hot, you know, the hot oil and stuff, the hot grill, as soon as that meets the pepper spray, a cloud forms. <laughs> wow, science. And the cloud then drifts through the entire restaurant, Pe- causing the restaurant to be closed. Everybody got peppered. <laughs> Dude, you shut down the restaurant at least twice? Holy smokes, and you man. did get fired. That was a nice owner. Didn't get fired. Hey, when you worked there, did, I mean, did you... I mean, did you smell like McDonald's everywhere, even even after a shower? Oh, yeah. Just oil. Yeah, our buddy worked for Fazoli's, and uh, man, I'm telling you, his car, until he <laughs> sold it, smelled like breadsticks. That was like, the and, and not And not like the like the good smell of breadsticks, like the old mm-hmm. oil, grease, weird smell. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was weird. It was weird, and like we used to give him trouble about it, like, man, you need to bathe more. And it really had nothing to do with his bathing. It just because it just it, he, it, he it was gets there. into your skin. Yeah, dude, it was mm-hmm. in him. Yeah. It's dermis level. So, I, so our uniform was. See if you could pull up McDonald's uniforms through the years. Oh, was this the teal era? No, mine oh. was like dark purple. Cool, man. It was yeah. dark purple shirt. Grimace purple. Grimace purple. Nice. Uh, that was a good era. Black pants. You missed out on this era though. That that Missouri that old license that old Missouri license plate color that rust. Honestly, I would wear that if I could find a vintage McDonald's shirt like it's, that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Like those old ones are awesome. You almost look like a Yeah, this was like, like a, a like a flight a, like a polo shirt. Like dark purple, black pants. You missed out on the pilot era of McDonald's. Everybody looks like an airline pilot. Yeah, we had like the drab we had drab ones. This was the mid '90s. Oh, so they look like In and Out originally. Well, back in the they '50s, had, yeah, they had the, the caps with paper hats, paper hats, white collared shirts. That's a good look. Oh, and, and, and in 1955, ties. they had bolo ties. That's I want that. Great. That's rich. <clears throat> All right, go to the mid Go to the mid '90s. Okay, yeah, these are sick. The '80s. Yeah, that's where it's at. These '70s with the stripes, with the big ass uh, collars, with the visor. Yeah, cute. And then they went to these weird like bow tie things. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, bow ties. Eighty to ninety. Eighty to ninety, and the visors. Visor. Bad, bad like McDonald's time. outfit time. Whoa, look at Captain Riz there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you, dude? With a tie on. His purple <laughs> shirt and a tie, being like, I, I shut this place Nana. down twice. They never fired me. <laughs> there it is. Those? No, no, they're not showing it. They're not showing it. Yeah, what? What the heck? Look up nineties, nineteen nineties McDonald's it says uniform. This Who was thought the that 90s? fast food workers needed to look like flight attendants? Oh, ever. The 90s. You know, like if anything, they need to just be as relaxed as possible. Like, Made four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Four and a quarter minimum wage. Yeah, that purple. We're missing the. We're missing the purple. I remember those years though. These, this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's with a gold McDonald's. Put in '90s purple McDonald's outfit. Yes. '94 to '96 went to these, uh, these like polo stripes. Yeah, things with the stripes. Yeah, the '90s, 1990s purple. It was like a weird material too. Yeah, this is like the and it just absorbed with the grease. Mm, grease wicked. It, and it, yeah, like I don't know if they were cotton or rayon. I don't know what it was. But it just absorbed everything, and he stunk like French fries. Polyester. Well, I think it was made polyester. from French fries. Polyester. Hmm. Polyester, for sure. Hey, they sell them. They sell them. I don't know. I think it's good that people people do fast food. I know. I I, I think I think it is. Yeah. Look at this. You it's know how it works? Job. Tell me you wouldn't wear that. 
Oh, I would be a McDonald's worker How in cool the 70s right Looks now. Looks like a yes. flight attendant. Yeah, the flight attendant ones. The flight attendant. 1976, rare McDonald's employee uniform, $261 for Whew. the shirt. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Please, somebody at the Halloween party dress up as Scott Rizzuto in the 90s working at McDonald's. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Make it happen. If you could find the purple shirt. Yo, Make it happen. Free shipping with a cool $413. You can get a 1976 full uniform. Four to 13 bucks. The shirt and nice. the apron. Oh, yeah. Um, here's a crazy headline from the New York Post. Uh, ice cream and potato chips are just as addictive as cocaine or heroin. I believe it. Yeah, last night... Mm. I'm, I'm trying not to eat before bed because that's my thing. And uh, last night I was like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to have just a half a kombucha, some water, fill myself up. I'll be fine. What do you know, man? Like 40 minutes later, we're watching uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. Is it good? It is. Well, I like that series. We, we like It's the haunting series. Yeah, the, the haunting oh, Let's not get, off, let's not get off, off track here. It's awesome. It's well, awesome. Well, here's what I'll say. And I had chips in my lap by the end of it. God darn. Chips are cocaine, dude. They really are. Yeah, I've never taken $400 out of an ATM at 5 in the morning to buy chips. <laughs> I love them. I love them a lot. And ice cream maybe even more. But I have never uh, tried to exceed the daily limit uh, on a credit card withdrawal I'm gonna push at a back strip on club. The, I'm going to push back on this a little bit. I'm going to push back on this study a little bit. So they say. So they're referring... To a new study of the University of Michigan that looked at ultra-processed foods, or UPFs, mm. and how addictive they are. And that includes things like chips and ice cream, soft drinks, sugary cereals, and other junk foods. And it found 14% are addicted to them. That's one in seven worldwide. But is ice cream really as addictive as heroin? Mm. Are you going to get the shakes just because you ran out of Haagen-Dazs? No. Well, you get sh the shakes take a little bit more effort. With but it cream. might be just as hard to quit ultra-processed foods. Uh, junk food gives you an eye shot of dopamine, you know, the feel-good hormone. Then you eventually crash and crave more. So it's a similar thing to what happens with drugs. But this is just, come on, this is an excuse for I don't have self-control. Right. Well, I have a real problem with sugar. So, like, I get a craving. I got to get through it. But it's a self-control thing. It is. And I have very little self-control. I have a disease. I have a disease. I, then, I, <laughs> yeah. I have a disease. I'm addicted. But sugar addiction is a thing. And didn't they say like it's um, maybe not hard like heroin, but like smoking? Well, maybe? the real issue is that, you know, ice cream is a lot easier to get than heroin. That's true. Uh -huh. Yes. Didn't they do like a rat study? I feel like I read somewhere they did like rats on, had heroin, water with heroin in it and water without. And then there was one with like sugar. And the rats, like, ate themselves to death, but they would eventually <laughs> stop doing the heroin or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. They ate themselves? They ate themselves? Ate themselves to death. Oh, they oh, ate Oh, okay. They basically oh. got... I, for some reason, I was... They basically like, ate themselves they must have into, like, like ice they died from, like, a fat sugar overdose. Huh. I gotta... I mean, I, I have to... I was talking to your wife about this, actually. She and I were at an event, and I was talking to her about all food things, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta get this... I got to get this sugar craving experience out of here. And she was like, you got to start eating animals. I'm like, I'm not going to start eating more animals. Yeah. She's you got to like, start eating protein. animals. She's like, you're going to have to get a cow. I'm like, Come no. Back. No. Come on, we got a freezer full of cow. No, uh -huh. That's what she said. Yeah. We got a freezer full of cow. You want something? You want a couple steaks? No, I do not Come want on. steaks. A couple steaks? As addictive as heroin. I don't know. Is it going to be rehabs now? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Sugar rehabs? Let's what sign you in me for? up. 
<clears throat> what you in for? Ice cream. I love Hostess. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my family. Yeah, <laughs> lost my family. Lost, lost my family. All. Lost my job. Got a lot. Of, a good collection of ice scoopers. Lays. Worth a lot of money. I and found it. Uh, Jorge says, being a recovery, uh, recovering addict for over three, uh, three years now, I can promise you that nothing is as addictive as heroin. <laughs> <laughs> good for you, man. I think yeah, good for correct. you, man. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> I agree. And Moon, you have kombucha before you go to bed? Uh, yeah. You know like, there's caffeine in that. There's right. no caffeine in there, friend. Uh, yeah, Andrew there says, I never drove to East St. Louis at right. 1 a.m. for... <laughs> For a, for a little Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I never found myself in a neighborhood that... A sketchy neighborhood. <laughs> because somebody had some uh, Lay's. Yeah. <laughs> you got them chips? I don't know. I've picked up some desserts from some sketchy neighborhoods before. Ladies <laughs> making them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best what? cupcakes. Illicit bakeries? Yeah. Illicit bakeries, uh... You go through the back door. Hey, man, did Ooh. you hear they busted that bakehouse down the street? <laughs> <laughs> the all the yeah, brownies. she was making cakes in the basement. <laughs> Powdered sugar just Hey, everywhere. man, can I get your chef's number? <laughs> 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 uh, he doesn't like when I give it out. Sorting uh, powdered sugar off of a woman's breast. Hey, yeah. Hey, nope. man, this cupcake you sold me is a little light. Yeah. I weighed it. Huh? <laughs> it's only seven ounces. It said it was an eight-ounce cupcake. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's... Evaporation, I guess. Uh, this almost sounds like a TikTok hack to see uh, who could use, you know, leftover candy the best. Uh, Papa John's just debuted a new dessert. Uh, crushed up Twix bars wrapped in pizza dough. So you guys... Uh, they've also... You guys are laughing, saying desserts are not as addictive and sugar's not as addictive. And then here we are. Let's talk about the next dessert thing that I know, Papa John's also got, is They've also got out. cheesecake filling inside. <laughs> okay. And they come okay. with a caramel right. dipping sauce. Right, Wait a so minute, is it actual like marinara pizza or is it just the pizza dough? No, it's just pizza dough. All right, now we're talking. I, I watched the whole thing of this guy making it. <laughs> you do? What did it look like? Well, yeah, <laughs> I wonder why. I'm scratching. Uh, oh, my God, I'm itchy. That my I'm so itchy. It may not look the same. It may not, you know, chemically be, be the same or as intense. But, I mean, there's a reason. That, like, you know, the, the stats are where they are. Our health system is where it's sure. at. Sure. And but, the rehab but, centers may not be called rehab but, centers, but there's a billion different weight, weight loss weight watchers. Uh, uh, opportunities. Yeah, <laughs> and I wonder why, because it's addictive. It's the difficult. rehab centers are called gyms. Yeah, it's exactly gyms, weight loss centers. I mean, okay, all but sorts but of throwing stuff. it up there with heroin, as Jorge said, try getting off heroin. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly that's that's an argument. That's a hard nutritionist to make. is your sponsor. It's an it's it's an argument that's hard to make until you start looking at the numbers and you realize like over fifty percent of our country is overweight or obese. And it it like takes its toll on the financial health of the of the system, the health system in general. Obviously, all no, of it's, us. No, it's a real problem. You know, like know, I'm, 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 I'm ten not... pounds overweight right now, and it like it's it's tough. It's freaking tough, especially like cutting out sugar or Nobody's like you said, saying that's, it's easy. That stuff. Is I'm just tough, saying the whole dude. cocaine heroin c comparison. It, it's yeah. a hard that, it's a hard a... argument to hang your hat on with just the headline, but. Again, like, look at the numbers before you just, like, bark it off, you know Well, let me mean? tell you about Twix Papa Bites. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, think about how, when is when when does this group get the most excited? It's when we're talking about food no, I know, and desserts. I know, I know, Just wait till I talk about National Pasta Day because that's all I have left. <laughs> right. I've done all the other stuff. That's our drug that's totally acceptable with society. I did find the rat study, and it does say 
teaching a graduate course on drugs abuse and addiction on the topic of preclinical choices when lab rats must make a mutually exclusive choice between self-administering cocaine or alternative reward, e.g. sweetened water, appetitive foods, or another rat to interact with. These studies consistently showed most rats prefer non-drug reward over cocaine. Hmm. And heroin or methamphetamine. I spilled coffee on myself, damn it. Oh. It, here we go. Here we yep. go. Because you weren't wearing a jacket on jacket day. Today's jacket day? Well, learn, learn declared. Took I don't know. I got hot. Uh, I mean, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. It's got a zipper. Yeah, no That's one told jacket. me it's jacket day. <laughs> it's kind of a lame jacket, but we'll call it a jacket. It's Is not a cardigan okay. a jacket? I love that jacket. All right. I do. I love that. I don't know what it is, uh, but I like owls. Thank you. It's got an owl on it. Uh, pizza Hut announced that they're extending its operating hours to ensure your pizza cravings are met whenever they hit. Uh, pizza Hut locations nationwide will now stay open until midnight or later. Nice. With several restaurants even staying open as late as 2 a.m. local time. Mm. Hmm. And this bucks the trend of places closing by 10 around here. Now, I'm not, listen, I'm not sure if that's going to go on local, you know, St. Louis. Pizza Hut's, but uh, you, you ever try going to a fast food place or you got your late night gig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're on your way home, you're like, I got to get something. And the only place that should be open are, you know, let me get let me get something quick through a drive-thru. Yeah. Nothing's open anymore. No. Nope. Taco Bell's usually open for me. They're my go-to. Right by my house. And that leads to and instant regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're we so cheap, bad everything. News. I know. That's a ton we were out bad things. news. We were out in the valley a couple weeks ago, and it was definitely late at night. It was nothing's around 8.30 or something at night, super late, and uh, absolutely nothing open at 8. You go, keep opening doors, it's locked. Locked, locked. Nothing's open down like, there. great. You guys are awesome. I, listen, here. I also think they uh, they just can't find employees. Yeah. No, and Kelly says the addiction report may be just referring to brain scans. Yeah, yeah sure. but the headline is, the headline is, is ice cream as addictive as heroin? Scientists say so. Because your brain, your amygdala is illuminated. Yeah. The same. Here's one thing I will say in defense of that study. I quit drinking and a lot of other substances, and that's something you can cut out. It sucks, but you can completely cut them out of your life. Food, you cannot do that. So I can see where it's a little more problematic because you have to eat to live. So you can't stop eating. You can't just be like, I'm not going to eat anymore. I'm going to go to eat meetings mm. <laughs> and be like, I used to be an eater. I no longer eat. Mm. It's like there, it isn't a, a cut and dried black or white thing <clears throat> where you can just completely cut a specific substance out of your life. So it's tricky. Especially if you, like, have an addictive personality and that food is, like, a reward center. Mm -hmm. Moon, I don't know situation. if you remember the story. Remember the woman who uh, j was just going to live on uh, the sun rays? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, She's dude. dead. <gasps> yeah, but she was doing For that real? straight through her... Uh, wasn't she bleaching? Wasn't she uh, putting her butt towards the sun or something like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was absorbing... Yeah, yeah. She was spreading. She was like, I'm oh, not going to yeah. eat anymore. I'm going to get my nutrients through the sun. Yeah. Oh. So she tried... She tried, and she, I believe she's dead. She lost her battle with not eating. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's tough. No, it is. Mm. Not, and not, listen, I'm not denying that. Look at me. I'm disgusting. What? You look great. <laughs> Stop this. this We're is, I'm body gross. positivity on this show. Body positivity. Let's not body shame me on National Pasta Day because this is a body built by pasta. This is the day. <laughs> that this we is celebrate. body by pasta right here. <laughs> yeah. This is my day, guys. 
It's National Pasta Day, but for one in 20 people, that's every day. 5% of Americans say they eat pasta daily. Whoa, dude. Daily. Carb load. Let's do it. I, I try to do it once a week. Same. Like once a week. And I'm not going to go with the whole wheat. What? Or You're going straight flour? Of course. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Oh, we just bought some... Uh... Chickpea garbage. Yeah. Get the hell, get it out of here. Yeah, got some gluten free like tomato pasta. Yeah. Delicious. Get it out of here. Ooh, I'll try that. If I'm gonna do it once a week, it's it's gonna be done once a week the right way. You know what? I I got a pasta maker at home and I've never done it, and I have all the attachments for my stupid KitchenAid mixer. Oh yeah, I did too. Do you, have you made pasta by yourself? Oh yeah, of course you have. I have never done it, and I, I really want. My Italian grandmother used to make tortellini by hand and oh, do yeah. all that. Do with it the, all. I I'm gonna do it this winter time. Which, who's your Italian grandma? I'm a Jean. I'm a Jean? Mm-hmm. I'm a Me Jean too. Gherardini. Yeah. What was her last name? I got the... Gherardini? Uh, hell yeah. I got the, ah, the, KitchenAid, the KitchenAid roller and the cutter, and I do it all. Really? Do it all. I'm convinced half of my small town was a witness protection because it was the 500 people in my hometown, and there were a lot of Lanzinis and Ogolinis, a lot of Enis and Onis, and <laughs> a lot. Like an exorbitant amount. Yeah. For Southern Illinois, and I'm like, I think half this town. Yeah, let's send him to Dowell. Nobody's gonna. Yeah. Nobody looking for him there. Those, they were cool dudes. Get a good razor when you can go in the tavern with a bunch of old Italian guys yeah, yeah, at yeah. Uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, and learn a good to play. education. Yeah, I used to play four point pitch <laughs> for quarters with Italian guys. Drinking yeah, you learned how to beers. play, you know, bocce ball or. <laughs> yeah. Learned all my cuss words in Yeah, learned all your cuss words. that, yeah, yeah. So uh, a few national chains have pasta deals today. Nothing too crazy, but uh, a couple stats on our pasta eating habits. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite pasta shape? Ravioli. Hands up. Ravioli. <sighs> so ravioli isn't really a shape. It's just a stuffed pasta if you want to be. It's a square. We're not or counting round. That. That's a tortellini. No, tortellini <clears throat> tortellini is like this weird, like belly button. Tortellinis thing. look like tortellinis are circular. Circular. They are good though. I, with a hole in the middle. I have Ravioli a picture. Are square. Hey, give me a whole bowl full of them outies, brother. Or round. I think the round. So raviolis. If you more go to Fazoli's, more of a stuffed pasta. The round ravs, or I actually pulled up tortellini because I was going to say tortellinis look like belly buttons. I think tortellini <laughs> is my favorite because of the stuff option. If it was a non-stuffable, I think I'm going penne. Penne? Okay, that would be number two. That'd be number two most popular. But I, I like the stuffables. Give me cheese. Give me give me other cheeses. Give me more cheeses. Uh, Tortellini's number five. Rigatoni? Spaghetti's number one. Of course. Penne. And then, like, your macaroni. <clears throat> I like a angel Tortellini. hair pasta. Like angel hair. Ooh, that is good, too. Hey, didn't they, didn't they make... Angel hair overcooks. Didn't they do a study? Oh, rigatoni is just giant ma- uh, uh, macaroni, right? Like this? Like this? Yeah. Rigatoni's got ridges. Didn't they, Oh, that's right. And didn't they do a study where they established which pasta is the absolute best as far as the... Um, Sauce to... Yeah, the, no, amount, the amount that it can grip and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, yeah, the ridges are grippers. Yeah, the ridges are grippers. Ridges are grippers. And I think it was like <laughs> rigatoni or some type of macaroni was like guaranteed to be the best because it, it held X amount of its own weight well, and sauce. Well, there was a guy that actually uh, developed... Last year, the ultimate pasta shape. Oh, and based on the way it bites, the way it holds, the way it holds sauce. Oh yeah, my goodness! Right. It's called cascatelli, and I I went and bought a case of them. What? And and they're great. Cascatelli. Cascatelli. They look like little waterfalls. Hmm. Yes, that's a great name. There it is, for it. cascatelli. 
Oh, the this perfect thing. pasta. Yeah, so it kind of looks like a sea slug. They're a little like look like little waterfalls. I went like a like a <laughs> what I would call gavon. Gavon. <laughs> right. And went and as soon as this guy developed it, I went and bought a goddamn case. <laughs> so food's not as addictive. A case of this shit stuff showed up in my house. And my wife goes, What is this? And I go, uh, I was it. so excited. I know. We have to have this. Cascatoni. That's great. And my mother-in-law, God bless her, was at the house watching the kids, and she made a box of it. And I go, I saw it in the garbage. I saw the empty box and oh, go, no. what are you doing? She goes, I don't know. So it was in the uh, it was in the cupboard. I made the kids pasta. Did the kids eat all and of I it? And I go, you use my cascatelli? My cascatelli. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, this is a conversation. You use my cascatelli? On the on the kids? Who are not Racing even going to appreciate it? No, they did appreciate it. But it was more like you used it without me. What are the you ones think that... you could just take any of the pot? Any of the cascatelli and You make think it? you could take any shape off this right. shelf and just it. make it without asking? Tell me it was this brand, the Sfoglini. It's Sfoglini, and that's the only <laughs> brand that makes it. <laughs> okay. Is, so is this it? Like, it, it goes soft and looks like these sea slugs? It looks good, man. It's flat in the middle. Sauceability, with- forkability, tooth sinkability is the three factors the guy used to make this ultimate pasta shape. Yeah, look at that. Wow. Look I'm at in. that. Is this going to be the new thing? Apparently not. It's only this company that, that makes it. He uh, like he a, shopped around at a bunch of different companies, and then Sfolini's the one that said, okay, we'll make it for you. Looks like a seahorse spine. Yeah. yeah. It's excellent. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, what's the best pasta shape specifically for mac and cheese? Macaroni. Mm-hmm. Is it, though? Yes, it is. I'm going to push back on that. Oh, you whoa. do the shells? Oh. I'm not an authority shells here. Shells are okay. Uh, Boston Market. Are there any still open in the area? I don't know. So. Their macaroni and cheese was the corkscrew. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So somebody else has a corkscrew mac and cheese around here. Their mac and cheese was the corkscrew. And I think I think that's the best. You enjoyed it. I hmm. really did. I like a shells and cheese, but it's got to be Velveeta. It's got to be the actual shells and cheese brand. Um, macaroni got the most votes, you know, your normal mac and cheese. Then, it, then shells, then corkscrews, then, then bow tie pasta. When, when you say corkscrew, you're talking about the flat screw rather than the, uh, the what, what, are they, what, what is it called when they're like a full noodle that goes in a, in a like loop-de-loop? Rotini? Do you know what I'm talking full about? Full loop-de-loop? Yeah, it's like, okay, so what you're saying is a corkscrew, like the actual pasta is a screw. The rotini. And what I'm saying is there's some that are like corkscrew-shaped macaroni. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like a tubular. Uh, what is that? Because those are good because they soak it up. You can get it. It's like a straw. Yeah, I don't know. The the, the rotinis. Rotini is the corkscrew. Yeah. Can you look up pasta chart and just get them all up on the screen so yeah. we have all the names? We should probably have this on the chart. background on one of the PCs over here. First of all, bow, bow tie pasta sucks. Uh, Here we go. I don't know. You just don't oh, like bow ties, man. No. Always the middle. You're letting your, bow, you're letting your bow tie I, hatred leak into your pasta. Yeah, yeah you're I'm with you though. With that. There's something dry and not flavorful about a bow tie pasta. Okay, so tubular, twisted, lano, penne, rigatoni. Okay, so it's like this. It's it's a macaroni, but it goes. Oh, you see yeah. what I'm saying? 
They're longer. Yeah, they're, they're longer, longer. But there's like a fast food joint or like a like a Boston Market type of place that has a mac and cheese like that. So it's like a it's like a small macaroni noodle that's in a uh, like a water slide coil. Everybody's just saying weird words. Selenitani, cavatappi <laughs> in the chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at this. The Encyclopedia of Pasta. Look at this. Did you yeah. have a po- was this at your school? That everybody <laughs> had like hot chicks on their on their wall. That was <laughs> I had that poster. Oh well, my gosh. That was on so the cool. ceiling above your bed. You yeah. stared like at it. Like everybody had night. Cindy Crawford and and uh Kathy Ireland. Kathy yeah. Ireland, Cindy Crawford. I had I had the macaroni chart. Look at I had that. the pasta chart. Spaghetti strap. Mm. Stuffed specialty. <laughs> Um, irregular, I mean, long. It's got all the categories. It's got it all. Look at that. All the wow. shapes, <laughs> the ribbons. Oh, Pirouette. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Before you pulled this up, I thought there were like nine pastas. Oh, no. Yeah, it's I like mean, 300 at, different oh, yeah. noodles on this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are pretty cool. So that just come from She's folks- thinking cavatappi, I think. Cavatappi. Yeah. I never heard that word. Cava. Toppy. It's the long tube. Cavatappi type of pasta. There it is. Whoop. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. this is it. This is it. Yeah. This, I knew it would come to me. This is something that you... Um, this I'm is the one encyclopedia that, here. Th- this of, is the one uh, when you want to melt. Yeah, no, that's good. It's, it's good. like a mac and cheese, but you want to put something in it that also solidifies it's before good. it like gets... Uh, Cavatappi is good. Acceptable. Yeah, and and you put a parm on top of that, so it kind of melts and glues Acceptable. it all, and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, give me more. Of this. You know, why I think uses that uh, macaroni and co. Is that it? So there's somebody that makes one of these things, and, and it's always Is a that surprise. The name of the place? Ma- macaroni, macaroni company, noodles or? and co. Noodles and co. Noodles, noodles and, co. and co. That's it. Noodles. I think and that's co. who does it. All right, favorite sauce. Favorite uh, sauce. Yeah, regular red sauce. Yeah. 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 That's like top. a vegeta- I like a vegeta- like a garlic parmesan marinara. I go with a regular red sauce. You like meat sauce? You want chunks of meat in it? Not not normally. Mm. Fungi. I like mushroom sauce. No, there is that, um, that's right out. In in Australia and, and in and in Brazil, there are these places. And I don't know why they haven't caught on here. Somebody that's in the restaurant business that wants to do something awesome, do this. It's a um it's like a a Subway or a Jimmy John's or whatever the heck you want, you, want to, you want to say, but it's for pasta. And you go in and you just select your pasta, you select your sauce, you select your, your fixings, and you go down like an assembly line and bam, 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 bam. And then you have a nice bowl of badass pasta. And there's a ton of them. They're in the malls in, in Brazil and Argentina. And even Australia has the, like their own version. There was like that place like that in New York City. We need them. I'm telling you, they rule. And every time there was a, a mushroom oh, sauce, you know, oh. the mushroom sauce was to die for. Um, who had a place like that? Uh, Gerard Kraft had a place like that. Oh, yeah, Pastoria? Yeah, oh, no, but it no, was... No, it no. was um, that, that place across from the dome that we went yeah. to? Yeah, what the heck that was, was that? that? That was exactly that. Yeah, and remember, I was like, yes, finally, and then it went away. Hmm. Yeah, that was exactly that place. What the heck was that called, man? It was good. Yeah, we went to, well, like, on the, at the opening, we were Yeah, so we excited. were there, like, the, yeah, within the first week, because I'm Niche? a nutcase. Pirano no. pasta? Pirano? Mm. Yeah, Pirano. Pirano. That was it. Yeah, dang, man. No, that, I think they closed. If we made that a standard and, and like people just got used to it, I'm telling you, it hey, would keep malls alive. He's going to revive it. What? Next year, into Paris. In Creve March. March. Yeah, that was it. Pirano. That was it. Yeah, that place was great. That place was good. And As, you go down and you go, okay, I want this type of pasta with this type of sauce. Yeah, you, know, you can mix it whatever up. Whatever protein you, you want. You can have the same lunch and a different lunch. <laughs> mm. 
Every day. It's all the right. same place. Does everybody here have at least one box or bag of pasta in the house? Absolutely. At all times. At yes. all times. All times. Yep. Emergency. Yeah. I mean, wow, I that's, wanna, that's amazing. We got off that quick before I could pay proper respect to bolognese sauce. Oh, and, bolognese. Yeah, yeah. And also, I like a creamy vodka. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, me too. Creamy vodka sauce. Oh, yeah. Vodka sauce is me good. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite these days. I didn't want to let that just... No, no, no. Let that simmer. Be unsaid. Right. You know? No, bolognese is good. I like pesto. Pesto's good. Yeah, I like, I like pesto. Yeah. Pesto's good. Hey, I won't turn Alfredo away. I know that's a very polarizing thing, but... Alfredo's Tortellini good. Alfredo every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Gotta be in the Why mood not? for it. That's 60 ribs. Like, I feel like I, I could do a red pasta anytime. Alfredo, you know, I gotta be special. I don't like straight mood. marinara, though. I really don't. Hmm. Oh, you don't, huh? I it's like the fact my that my kids are good with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm glad my kids are not picky when it comes to what I make as far as the shape or the sauce for it. Or if dad gets a hankering for something, like he's in a creative mood, mm-hmm. like the kids are okay with it. Do they do the, do you just do the pasta sometimes where it's this olive oil and oh, gar- garlic, garlic, garlic olive oil? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my, yeah, that's the that's best. My kids dislike so What's, few things that they get insulted if I forget what it is that they don't What's like. carbonara? Is that just like egg and bacon? Uh, but it's a special type of like Italian bacon. That it's good. Guanciale. Yeah. So it's it pig like a, cheek. And it's egg. real light. Guanciale. It's, I saw that guy the other day. It's a light sauce. It's uh, not it's a heavy pre- sauce. It's, it's pretty heavy because it's like cheese and egg. Oh. and It always feels like it's lightly sauced when I get it, but... It's not the best for you. Oh, that's what this is? That Like when they put like little bacon bits that you're like, is that cooked? Because it's not a real bacon bit. It's it's pig cheek. Oh. I didn't know that's what I was eating. But that is on top. It is very chewy usually. Remember? And, and, and then they kind of put it on top of certain pastas with that. It's not a Parmesan, but it's always shared with some sort of cheese or something. Uh, Usually pecorino. Pecorino. Which is sheep's milk. Anyway, I know too much. Well, this is my day, guys. This is my day. I'm surprised you're here. This is my day. Wow. Okay, when you eat spaghetti, do you use a fork and a spoon? No, just a fork. And I slurp. I have done that. Because I thought it was, like, the fancy way, so I would copy the movies whenever I was a kid. Yeah, I go know? fork and spoon. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's Pecorino what I do. Romano, look at that. Look at that. That's, that's what I'm talking about, this cheese. That's sheep's sheep milk. Yeah, use milk. Very oh, salty. Golly, so good. Is it? A, are you allowed to slurp spaghetti? Are you against it? I'm against it. Mm. What? But you but you have to. But no, you you can't. You don't have to. This is not Japan. Wow. Mastacholi was always a staple in my home. Us as too. As a poor kid, because you can feed 85 people. Yeah. On a two cheap boxes of mastacholi and a, a can of ragu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom could make miracles out of that. Yeah, and if we were if we were feeling rich, put about a pound of hamburger in it. Just stir, and stir it all up. Mastacholi is the same thing as ziti. If we were celebrating, yeah, you go get mm-hmm. the baked ziti or the baked mustacholi from Ruma's Deli in Concord. I never, I never Plaza. even heard of mustacholi before I moved here. Wedding staple. The Concord. Mm-hmm. Wedding, the wedding staple is oversauced and overcooked Over- mustacholi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's dry. Yeah. No, no, it's. I know you're gonna make fun of me for moisture. It's way too like wet, wet and and you soggy. Mean, you mean the St. Louis style? Doesn't Saint like Louis. it. <laughs> Has to be hot. Can't be wet. Moisture. My question is, uh, do you go pasta, then sauce it yourself, or do you like the sauce mixed in? I sauce myself. Uh, I will (laughs) sauce before bringing to the table. Okay. Uh, I will sauce for you. 
Yes. <laughs> I kind of like that when someone just does it for me. I like when it's all stirred in. <clears throat> Got a nice well, nice coating on all the what pasta. What I do is uh, I don't use a colander. I usually take it straight from the, the, water? the water and put it into a big... Sauce vat. Uh, no, I usually like a big like uh, 12-inch know, like cast iron pan or, oh. or uh, uh, iron, an iron. Um, skillet? Skillet. Hey, so you're talking about like and the. finish in there. You're saying the baked, baked ziti and baked masacholi the way that we do it in like that like casserole lasagna st- style, like that wasn't done anywhere else? That's the same Baked ziti, thing? yes, is, but muscacholi, the, the actual like noodle. Okay. Like I never, I never heard of it. Oh. Because it's the same thing as ziti. Is it exactly the same? I think so. We just call it, we just want to I think it is. I, I don't know sure what the difference is. How do we even it? spell Moscacholi? Because I feel like we put a K in there, and then when you see it written out, there's no, no it's K. It's, it's M-O-S-T-A-C-C-I-O-L-I. Mosca. My favorite thing to do as a kid was to take my mom's Moscacholi on a piece of white buttered bread, put a mm. little bit of pasta, fold it up, and make a little trailer park hot yeah. pocket. Woo! <laughs> Just eat my way through a piece of buttered bread with pasta in the middle. The whole experience. Mm, that's a that's mobile home mustacholi right there. Says mustacholi is rigid and best for cooking with thick sauces, whereas ziti is soft and fragile and best cooked in an oven. Ziti is usually slightly larger tubular pasta with ridges along the side, so it's got ridges too. Well, not, oh, whereas, not all. Whereas mustacholi is smaller, flatter pasta with ridges along the sides. But not all ziti has ridges. Mustacholi has an advantage over ZD because it can hold more sauce and cheese in each bite. Now that's St. Okay. Louis. That's what we're right. the never mind ZD. Well, What's somebody the point? says, uh, you know, <laughs> they somebody whose family owns an Italian restaurant. It's purposely over sauce so it doesn't dry out at a buffet, which makes sense. Oh. Mm. So we're just gonna sauce the hell out of it, and there's nothing's gonna. It could be, we could be in the Sahara, and this ain't drying out. Let me say this. <laughs> Let me put this point out there. I don't do pasta leftovers. <laughs> What? Uh, I'm not Moss leftovers your, are the best. I'm not doing your lasagna? day-old masticcioli, not day-old lasagna. But that's oh, what it says. Here's what you do. Here's what you no. do. You have oh, leftovers, you put it in a frying pan, <laughs> and olive oil, and you actually get a little crunch on it. No thanks. Oh. Straight to the trash for me. No, straight to my house. Bring, bring it that to me. Yeah, bring it to me. Your meat. texture preferences are all over the place, man. Can't be wet. Put it in a frying pan the day after, then get it crunchy. Yeah. You'd rather have crunchy pasta than wet pasta. He's a texture queen. I'm a texture queen. He That's is. right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the chat is destroying it. Learn is a monster. Yeah. This makes no Come sense. Come at me. Do you, do you, <laughs> burn me at the stake. Do you break your spaghetti in half? No. Not a mon- I'm not a total monster. Thank you. Thank you. I'm short, but my pasta doesn't need to be. When you make spaghetti, do you usually break it in half? <laughs> well, it depends on the size. No, you're not supposed to. Whenever I was a youngster and I had a tiny little, you know, one sauce pan, that's all I could fit in there. Oh, I, I watch these YouTube guys. It's two Italian guys, and they 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 uh, they critique cooking videos. And if somebody if somebody breaks their their spaghetti in half, they go get the cross. And they, <laughs> 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 oh and my they, gosh! Awesome. Like, like true Romans. Uh, <laughs> get the cross. Get the cross. And they, get her out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing they, the, they, side, of the, the, the side of the cross. Yeah, the whole, oh, the side of the, the cross. <laughs> Not approved. That's what they say. Anyway, and three three percent of us never eat pasta. Never. Who are you people? They're so fit. Get out of here. Man, so gluten folk probably. If right? I could choose so fresh, fresh pasta or a day old pasta, I go day old. I'm gonna every bring time. you in. You 
Lasagna sets. Oh boy! Oh, it gets Mm-mm. it. It's like it becomes. It it, it has a soul. It takes no. twenty four hours for lasagna. It's more slippery. I don't want to have a soul. Oh, yeah, because it sets up nicely. You're yeah, right. it turns Woo. into one item. It sets, it sets up nicely up. in the trash. Yeah, no identity, no soul until that twenty fifth hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everybody wants me dead. It's fine. We're going whoa, to my whoa, house whoa! For pasta no, no, party. <laughs> no, we'll this is bringing your leftovers. <laughs> well, happy National Pasta Day, guys. Thank you. And also with you. Thank you. Did you ever see me get more excited about anything? No. We just talked about that for an hour. <laughs> and now I've been trying to look for an opening to give Moon the rest of his grandpa package, and we couldn't get off the pasta. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. No, uh, uh, let's let's do that before we hit the. Uh, While we're on food, I was in I charge of the, of the food portion of the grandpa starter kit yesterday, and like a true grandpa, I forgot it at home, so I want to <laughs> award you right now. Oh, there better be over. some words. So yesterday in here. we gave uh, Moon Enshore and a cane and readers, all and sorts yes. of Moon. Yeah. Uh, because and to catch Moon you up, got. it's because my daughter had. All right, it's because my daughter had a baby on Friday the thirteenth. Yes, and Make, Moon, we got another grandpa on the making show. me a forty-two-year-old grandpa. I am Papa Moon now. Uh, it's a little baby Lucas. This Eight is pounds, the guiltiest show in St. Louis. By there's not even close. This is the more, more most gilfs per capita than any show in St. Yeah. Louis, hands down. We are the wisest show. Yes. By far. 40% of this show is a grandpa. <laughs> that's what Liv tweeted out yesterday. Hey, first of all. Oh, uh, grape nuts? Dude, that's his <clears> favorite. <throat> this is my favorite. Well, I have been yeah, eating this I mean, since I was a kid. I was like, you already, you already kind of were you're on the path to being a grandpa by liking grape yeah. nuts. So I, I was built for those. this. You got them grape yeah. nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enjoy. Perfection. Thank you. I'm going to keep this right here. I'll bring like in some of my those. old man almond milk. And, Enjoy uh, them before your dentures. Oh, what is this? Okay. Oh, circus peanuts. I've never tried these, but I... That's a definite grandpa food. Is it? Oh, you have to have that. Those orange billowy circus peanuts that just taste like drywall. Grandpas love them. I'm not sure what the shelf life is. Don't taste like orange. These are not billowy. Here's what's crazy. Feel how hard those are. Oh, they're hard. (laughs) Trust me. When you open them up and they're exposed to air, they, like, inflate. You have until until the 17th of uh, January. Enjoy. It, it has yet to put in a certain shelf where you just know the kid. Every kid that comes over knows exactly which shelf yeah. it is. They pull it out, grab one. Yum yum. Those are disgusting. I sometimes I think, love them. Yeah, yeah I love really. Them. Those are gross. You're oh. psychopath. Here's dude. the ingredients: sugar, corn syrup, gelatin, and then artificial color. Get What's it next? It's all sadness. Okay, the next. Uh, the next. It don't item. taste like oranges or peanuts, which really bothers me. Brill cream. I don't know what that is. Uh, three in one oh, hair cream. Hair. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have some brill cream. You're gonna be a grandpa, dude. You gotta, you gotta slick it back with back some brill cream. Oh, dude. okay. So you high shine. Oh, light yeah. Oh, yeah. High gloss. Jeans. Get yourself yes. a flat top. <laughs> Put some brill cream in it. Is that Go so down to the VFW and shoot pool with the boys. That's high gloss, isn't it? Is this it? good oh, for my curls? Oh, man. Can we have a high gloss day on this show yeah. where we all gloss out? tell you something. You and my Sicilian grandfather kept a tube of brill cream at arm's length for his entire career. Brill oh, cream. high shine and light hold. This is good. Dude, let's good flip stuff. back all of our this, hair for a broadcast. Is it good, is it good for my curls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the smell like? Oh, dude. Take a whiff. Tell me that doesn't smell like your grandpa. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's almost like a grease paint. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That smells like a barbershop. And paint. Doesn't that smell? <laughs> but that smells like a barbershop your grandpa took you to. Yeah, it like smells a like a freshly the, painted barbershop. With the, uh, the pole. That's right. With the barber pole. Yeah, oh, the my goodness. Barber pole. Oh, and then, of course. Yeah, Werther's. Werther's original. Also, 
something new to me. I've never had this. So what better day? Those are good. Hey, watch it. Mark Close, if he, he knows the smell of those things, you open one of those, Mark Close will be in the hallway <laughs> trying to steal that whole bag. This is so. Mark, Mark Close, Close outside right now. <laughs> this is a Mark, Mark Close lure? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, he's outside our second story window. How do you get <laughs> he's there? He's floating. He's what got the a hell? chariot. It's like, like Lost Boys. Don't invite lift. him in. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. It was, uh, it's now complete. Grandpa. Sorry, I forgot yesterday, but now your package is complete. Yeah, you got Thank the Werthers. What? How do I? Uh, how does one it's a sucking candy? Okay, that's what I was asking. What, what are the directions for attacking? It's uh, hard candy, bro. Suck, dude. Right. Pop those circus peanuts open and let's let's have a moment. You know, here. I don't. I'm not sure this is the time. Maybe I gotta wait. Maybe I, uh, I haven't oh. had one of these in. Robert 10 says circus plus peanuts years. are the bomb. More are, stale, the better. They? The oh, they so, come they're, so, they're like, so they're like peeps? Yeah, they come stale. They come yeah, stale. I am almost positive that it's just candy that dads and grandpas know kids won't ask for. It's just something they can have for themselves. Yeah. Oh. I don't want it. It's just it's, texture. If I you don't, don't put color in it, no. it's, it's packing peanut. No, that, that's a flavored packing peanut for sure. I love the texture and the weird taste. Whoa. You know what? <laughs> it's this good. Is, this is something I would have loved as a kid. Ugh. Holy cow, that I'll texture is kind of cool. Because when you Not start right. chewing it, I will in a few. it is chewy, and at the same time, it kind of melts. It, mm-hmm. it kind of sugar melts uh, yeah. away. You know Once what? you get through the wax beginning, like the waxy. I like this. I'm afraid to admit it. <laughs> yes. No, it's, I mean, it's okay. And I'm kind of bummed out. Grandpa, 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 welcome to hell. I, I'm, I am bummed out. <laughs> I am bummed out by like like this. Nuts? Yeah. I got the jeans. <laughs> you got the grandpa jean, dude. It's in you. You don't even know when it happens. As it, soon as a grandchild is born, you you just change. It took a commitment. Buds. Like the first bite, the I was like, no. Change. Bro, you're going to look down know. one day and New Balances are just going to be on your feet. Oh, I got you New Balances. You don't even know how they got there. <laughs> dude. It's going to be there. Oh, my first Werther's. I feel... Uh, this is those are good too. This is cool. Your first Werthers. This is my first Werthers. I've been a grandpa oh, this whole ter- time. Werthers are terrific. Yeah, you got a grandpa Man. soul for sure. <laughs> All right, hey, before we move on to the uh, teamers, remember the day we got to shout out Junkwiser, King of Junk. That That's is right. the sponsor of uh, Rave's Head this week. And thank you, Junkwiser, for your generous donation to the Song Society. Yes, out of the week, Rafe. Junkweiser, king of junk, heavy junk, double-hander junk, and even really dirty junk. Junkweiser loves it all, and they never pass judgment, even if it's really, really small. From tiny junk to huge junk, Junkweiser is your only option. Look right here if you're watching. Junkweiser, it's the only option for personal or business junk removal in the St. Louis area. Call 314-260-7110 or visit junkweiser.com to book. And again, we thank you for your donation to the Song Society. We got a couple weeks left of this thing. If you want to sponsor one of our heads, I mean, it, is, it, it just doesn't have to be you know one sponsor a week. Oh no, we could all be sponsored mm-hmm. at the same time. This is a five head show. This is a five head show. That's uh, five companies potentially that could be on our heads mm-hmm. or, or brand whatever. For more details, hit us up rizshow 1057thepointcom This is great if you uh, want to get your your company mentioned on the number one rated show in uh, in the world. Yep, uh, on camera. Yeah, I was gonna say mentioned, know, for at least four seen, hours a day, seen, talked about. Mm-hmm. It is good. Most grandpas per capita. Most, yep, that's right. Okay. Rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. And thanks once again to Junkwiser. I'm actually going to wash down this uh, Werther's and, and Circus Peanuts with my Insure Original. Yeah. You're so cool. <laughs> that, you, that you guys I, got I can't me yesterday. You to put on ice. Well, you, I, who cares? I mean, it's, it's, it's like a be? shot. It's like a, ha- it's like a double shot. I'm just, whoop, mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Uh, Keith said the Circus Peanuts is supposed to taste like banana. 
He does have a banana oh, yeah. taste. Oh. Yeah, I feel that. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense, yeah. Keith. Let's make, an, <laughs> let's make an orange peanut taste like a banana. And nowhere on the packaging advertise it, it tastes like banana. Well, I think like originally it was supposed to, but then... I get it. Like nobody... Yeah, Bananas it makes hard sense. to spell. Nobody thinks it tastes like this. Could have made it in the shape of, I don't know, a little uh, banana. They're not far off. What does this taste like? This, this I don't know, I've never had that. Uh, Team Riz Remember the Day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Imperial, Missouri. Morgan Niebuhr is our Team Riz Remember the Day. Morgan is a longtime listener about the Riz Show on the point. So thankful that the show is, uh, is the light that's much needed during these tough times. Whoa. Uh, Morgan loves starting her day off with a laugh from the show, continues to bring her joy uh, throughout the morning. Uh, Morgan is a fan of the constant humor, banter, really enjoys Freak of the Week because she didn't realize how many weirdos there are out there. And they're among us. Morgan Eber from Imperial is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. This does not smell great. It's It smells like, you know, like a kind of cheap... Uh, protein. Oh, yeah. That's not good, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's very popular. I'm, I'm gonna buy, is it? And sure. Mm. Been around for years. Yeah. I, I always think of, not to like bring this down, but like when my dad was going through cancer, that's all he could really like stomach. So pe- sick people drink in sure. And this is for like, just like maintaining? Because I mean, it's good. Yeah, there's a ton of nutrients and things that are going to fill you. If you can't. Have you eat. not heard of Ensure? Yeah. I have heard. I've just never had it. I've never, I've never seen a review of it. <laughs> well, There's no reviews. <laughs> Bottoms up. Bottoms up, man. <laughs> I'm sure it's terrible. It's oh, pretty good. Really? Well, it's vanilla. Yeah, but it's almost... So it tastes better than it smells? Oh, much better. Oh, yeah, it's like a vanilla cookie. Oh, that's... Okay, well, all right. All right. I love this love grandpa it. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Training for news. this your whole life. I'm right in. <laughs> awesome. News after the break, including more on the shooting at the Trunk or Treat in Kirkwood. Oh, yeah. Oh, the details are wild. Yep. My God, Moon, did you just build a birdhouse while we were talking? Oh, crazy. Absolutely. And I've got my binoculars. Look, a cardinal. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop with the woodworking. Hi, Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Let me tell you about our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Locally owned and family owned since 1976 and today the area's biggest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now through the end of October at all 43 store locations, Dobbs is having a major tire sale event. The buy three, get one free tire event. And they want you to drive in today to save big on your next set of Goodyear or Cooper tires because when you buy three select Goodyear or Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. But it gets better. When you combine your purchase with the manufacturer rebates, you'll save even more on your new set of Goodyear or Cooper tires. Click on GoToDobs.com for complete details and for info about all their money-saving October deals, not only on quality tires, but on expert auto service too. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. GoToDobs.com. You know it's never easy to predict the future you don't have a crystal ball now think about four months from now are you going to be happy at your current job is your paycheck going to stretch far enough now you could change your life in just four months thanks to centric centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world that's technology Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. 
That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate. Celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. You're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was. It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterville Fence Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, and if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? What's up? It's your boys, the New Day. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Make Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz the Socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show, your emails, ratio 1057thepoint.com. All right, so we're going to give away uh, more VIP tickets for the Metallica Experience. Taking over the iconic High Point Theater on Saturday, November 4th, the same weekend that the Mighty Metallica playing the Dome, Friday and Sunday night. You could walk the red carpet, join Cinema St. Louis that Saturday for three awesome Metallica concert films. So I'll be asking for a huge Metallica fan to call in and answer some Metallica trivia. Your chance to get into that VIP style. Also, I'll be taking my tushy shots for the NFL Pick'em Challenge. Yep. I got three coming my way. Oh, man. <laughs> now I do feel bad. Yeah, That's sorry, fine. Man. It's fine. Hey. That's what happens. Mm. And I believe I cost us the uh, the win. Well, you and me both. We did, did not do well. We, we wind up well. losing by four points Learn, overall. Don't don't, uh, don't take the blame. You actually jumped me, even though we had the same amount mm-hmm. tiebreaker-wise. You're not even second to last. All right. Well, you guys did this to it was, us. It was me. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Nice. <laughs> I love how quick that flipped around. Uh, yeah, the, the Cowboys won last I night. I will not let you take the blame for this. <laughs> Cowboys won last night. Uh, so the score wound up being 51-47. Yeah. to 47. Fast lane takes the week. God, the Cowboys. Fun. I would argue the Chargers lost that game, but yes. Yes, if everything. you look at the final oh, score, the Cowboys had more points than the Chargers. Yes, Boy, the Chargers had gave, I think they had like four holding calls on a drive 
Herbert kept just delivering dimes on like third down and then it'd get called back. It was wild. Wow. Ugly. If I was their offensive line coach, those guys are doing some. Doesn't matter. I got four, I got three shots coming my way. I've, that's my third week I've lost. I tell you what, Jamie Rivers is killing it. He is what's up with him? Rushing. I don't know what's yeah. up. I'm He's so got mad insider information. Yeah. The weeks that I'm like <laughs> our top. He's always one ahead of me. He's yeah, I think crushing. you're in second place in the and overall. Right? I think Rafe's in second place. I've been slowly climbing. I think Moon might be up there, but I've been slowly climbing back since my week one embarrassment. You I'll think, let you know. You think Stalter's jealous of Jamie? Like he sees his pal doing so good, and like Stalter's like, man, Jamie's killing it. I did stop him the other day. You know what it is? Jamie's tires. I know what it is. We didn't Slash think about Jamie's this. Tires. He's about to I've go been do crushing it. other other than this week. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Is officially a sports announcer mm. for a professional team. Yeah. He gets the scripts. Oh, yeah. He sees the NFL uh, scripts when yeah. they come out. Yeah. I had He's an insider now. He's I, on the inside. That's BS. I, I lost a lot of ground this week and still in second place overall with 60. Jamie only has four more than me. Jamie's at 64 overall. What's Rafe at? Uh, Rafe has 59. King Scott has 58. Riz, you're at 55. Learn, you're at 54. Marsh is at 52, a BT 54, Stalter 58, mm. Kerry Davis tied with me with 60. All right. Who lost for them this week? Uh, uh, that is Stalter. Stalter. Okay, guys, we need to. Yeah. Do, I know you've never had a girl on this NFL pick 'em, but here's what we need to do. We need to get inside Jamie's head and do a little psychological damage, right? So we need to figure out what messes with Jamie. You and gotta really make throw him a, off his game. You gotta make a cootie catcher. What does that mean? I, I assume they pull girls aside in fifth grade and teach them how oh, to Oh, is that the that, thing, yeah. the origami that you Oh, do I thought the I didn't know what you were talking about. That's a self-esteem destroyer. That's a fortune teller. Whatever. I've heard it called both. Okay. Stalter lost with 10. I know. I mean, they had a good week. Okay, well, Nothing destroys a man's self-esteem faster than one of those things. Do, do we have yes, uh, Do we have Jamie's girlfriend's number, anybody? She's really cool. We've all met her. Does anybody have, like, a contact to her? I'll befriend her. And then I will yeah. go in from the inside. Yeah, uh -huh. I'll get in his house. Yeah, but I think I think <laughs> Rafe is right. Now that Jamie is a professional TV, he's getting the leaked scripts. Commentator, yeah. he is getting the scripts. Mm, that's a bu he might help write them. Honestly, wow. I saw a lot of misspelled things this year. <laughs> 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 All right. Well. All right. Before we get to news, uh, a little uh, normal or nope? Okay? okay. Normal or nope? Is this normal or nah? <coughs> I separate by M&M's, Skittles, or any candy that has different colors, really by color, and then eat them by least favorite color to my most favorite color. Normal or nope? Normal. <laughs> normal. Skittles, you always start with the green because that's garbage, and then you, you, you work your way up to, like, the purples and oranges. So I eat mm. least favorite color to favorite color. 100%. That's treat totally at the end. Really. I'm going to say no. Yeah, it's I'm normal. I'm going to say no. Why don't I do that? I say no. I'll, I'll allow it. Sanity. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Those are handful candies. That's too much. You want to separate your starbursts? That's fine. Those are bite-sized candies. You eat those one at a time. Those are meant to be eaten one at a time. But if you start sort, I mean, would you do that with nerds too? You get one of those nerd packs with two flavors. I feel in like it? Skittles are not throwing a whole bunch at once. I think it's more than one. Taste the rainbow, dude. I don't think you eat one Skittle at a time. But they're different flavors. They're meant to be eaten by the handful. Are they really Skittles? different That's flavors? their whole tagline is taste the rainbow. Yeah, but you're you could taste the rainbow color. one at a time. Not however. Oh, yeah. Well, I heard that differently than you did, but I, I like your taste. M&M's, that's, that's, everything's the same. Yeah. Right. 
Skittles, they're different flavors, aren't they? Yeah, it's, and you start with a green. Are they? It's just oh, yeah, they are. Fruit loops. They're like lime. I think it's a lie. I, lime and lime. I know yeah, Fruit I Loops like fruit are the loops. same. Yeah, yeah, Fruit Loops are the same. Skittles are different. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Now I'm absolutely I'm, for, for sure, sure, dude. The green was never as good as the purple or the you red. You can't just throw a handful of Skittles in or your the mouth. orange. Uh, yeah, you can, man. It yeah. is awesome. Okay, normal or nope, I never have housekeeping at a hotel for multiple night stays. I like Ooh. my stuff left alone when I'm not there. Normal as hell. The big lie of Skittles. You see, while the candies have all the same taste, each individual color has a different scent. And because our sense of smell and sense of taste are closely connected, the differing smells of Skittles trick your brain into thinking they are different flavors. Smell the rainbow. Wow. Okay, so it's different scents. There's That's a common misconception that all Skittles are the same flavor. However, this is not true, as Skittles come in different flavors <laughs> and colors. The internet's full of lies. What the bleep? The flavors are What's influenced. your website? What's the, your website? This is why ChatGBT is all confused. The flavors this are influenced. This is why influenced. we're still getting garbage. Listen, the flavors are influenced by the smell of the candy, which does trick the brain into thinking they taste very differently. Skittles of various mm. styles and options. Either way, if it smells different, it tastes different because that's the olfactory gland. It's the same oh. thing. What's the olfactory gland? Mm-mm. Everybody's saying the scent, as far as you know, the scent to overtaste. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, back to housekeeping. All right, I never have housekeeping source? at a hotel for multiple, <laughs> and the multiple night stays. I like my stuff left alone when I'm not there. Uh, yeah, normal for me. Yeah, normal for you. Mm-hmm. I will clean. I'm very clean, so uh, I don't need anybody in my stuff. I do... Man, I'm both. I like it. I like it both ways. You like to be set up when you come back from the pool. It's nice to have your bed made. Just make your bed. I know. <laughs> we just we just learned that Skittles suck when you're sick. You got a tip whenever you do. Ha- I mean, like it's just more money, right? You're talking about the hotel thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I typically, I typically, if if it's two or three nights, I don't want to mess it around. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, and there's an Adam ruins everything about this. I do let them come in, even though I hate it, <laughs> only because. Hotels have had a holdover from the pandemic where they make you ask for room service now. And they do that so they can not understaff employ. and not pay their employees, yeah. not pay their housekeeping to be there while still charging you. When we were up at Notre Dame. Exponentially high rates. When we were up at Notre Dame for three days, nobody came to make up the room and I was okay with it. I'm totally nobody fine with it. But if to you do really, it? If nobody you came to do it. <clears throat> nobody came to make industry. up the room. Was the dis- disaster oh. in there? It was just me and the two kids. No, it was fine. I mean. Okay. But you didn't do not disturb it. I know. No, I didn't. I just Whoa. didn't come. I always do not disturb. I love it. I love it, but I fought the urge to do it because I tip either way. If it's the end of a three day weekend, like on a as a comic or whatever, I'm like, if I don't get daily, then they got their work cut out for them at the end of day three. There's a lot of like <laughs> Good pizza luck. boxes and grub. There's a lot of stuff stuffed in those yeah. trash cans. Plus, it's like uh, those the hotels aren't paying those workers, man. Like, they make their money by being at work and needing to clock hours. So if, if everybody's not getting their room, the hotel's not taking it out. You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting a cheaper mm-hmm. room. They're yeah. still making their money. Yeah. They're just paying their employees less. All right, normal or note, my dad and I put one sock and shoe and then the other foot. No, I put socks on together. Socks shoes on, together, on together, shoes on together. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's a nope. Socks, then shoes, right? Socks and shoes. This is a hard nope for me. Yeah, nope for me. Uh, I eat a kiwi uh, with a peel on, like the apple. Whoa. Like an apple. Whoa. That's strange. You're hardcore, but no. Nope, right? Nope. Wait, kiwi? With the little... Are you a howler monkey? (laughs) That's a good point. That's a lot of fuzz, man. Yeah, I think I eat that with the whole thing. You do? With the brown... 
fuzz with the, yeah. skin, with the fuzzy skin? Doesn't your tongue You do? Tingle? Yeah. I, no way, You're man. supposed to peel a kiwi. I mean, it, ta- it tastes hairy. Really? Is that why you're so hairy? <laughs> how Maybe. mad you What's are, happening? You put your tongue on that <laughs> thing. Maybe that's the ta- secret to his gorgeous hair. I'm going to start eating uh, kiwi hair. No, I do. I'm pretty sure that's... You got kiwi head. You don't know how you eat a kiwi? I haven't had one in a long time. John in the chat says, kiwi's not bad with the skin. You people are a little That's a note for me. (laughs) Scott, this is what a kiwi looks like. Yeah, I know know, what it looks like. But I'm pretty sure I've done the skin. Huh. I just learned how to peel a kiwi the most effective way, and it's showing you up there. With the spoon? With the spoon. That's why my daughter does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like anything that looks like a potato. And this is... Uh, normal or note, my husband always sniffs his deodorant before putting it on to, quote, make sure it's still good. <laughs> no, but I understand it. It's mm. a good time. I do. I do. I don't know why, but I know it when I open up the, the tube. Should we all do a pit check right now? Is everybody good? When you open up your tube of deodorant, do you smell it first? Tube? First of all, what do you mean tube? I don't know. You're putting, like, paste on your armpits? No. no uh, like a deodorant. Like deodorant, a, a white stick uh, or whatever. Deodorant stick, yeah. I don't think I smell it, no. I do that with markers. So. Maybe when I first open it and I take that little, you pop yeah, the seal on that off. little plastic thing, I'm like, what's this one? Mm. <laughs> but I don't, like, do it every time. But I will say this, and I might be in the, do you count the swipes and do the same on each side? It's usually no. one, uh, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, I think one, two, three for me. Yeah. Just one, two. Even subconsciously. It's got to be the same. Check, check, one, two. If I'm like, one, two, one, two three. up, down, check, check, up, one, down, two. then it has to be up, down. I have to know yeah. I have the same amount on each side. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Got to balance. I can't do like two swipes here and one swipe there. I'll leave thinking about it. Is it a solid or a gel for you guys? Oh, solid. A solid. 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 I have fewer way. nerves on the left side. And I don't solid, but I don't like, hmm. I do not like white. I don't like, what's that considered? Solid. I use like the clear. That's the anti Use the aluminum free. Yeah, it's not gel free. though. So you're it's just like you're just hard, getting deodorant. Oh, but it's, it's clear. Like the I know yeah, it's either clear or blue. Or, yeah, I don't yeah. like the white chalky stuff, mm. which is usually the uh, antiperspirant. I believe. I use uh, the brand Oars and Alps. Have we heard that brand? No. no. Pretty good. Are you secret? I remember, I... I remember when he tried an aluminum free one. It came in. It was like this is the dumbest. And then uh, remember yeah. your wife bought you the rock, yeah. the crystal. I use a rock. I go, what is this? Ar- your arms stick together when you use the aluminum free ones, right? Like you. Like, I, yeah, I have the aluminum free now, but I, fa- I found my brand. You did. I found the brand. I'm full of aluminum. There was a time me, though he was coming in with just a you crystal. You of all people. Yeah. I'm Give full me metal. all the aluminum. Give me all the uh, aluminum. I mean, I'll probably regret I'm very it later. Surprised. Are you? I'm all yeah. aluminum too, man. It's all good. I mean, keep it under. Is it all good? Maybe I'm the eight dollar extra strength secret because I'm don't want to sweat it out. Seems all good. I hope it's all good. He came Stinky? in. He came in with this crystal that yeah, had feet? that had nothing on it. He would just rub the crystal on it, and like we were waiting for him to smell. He never really did. What Granted, crystal? we're not doing jumping jacks. I don't jacks know. My wife got this stupid hippie thing. I don't have no idea. Quartz. I don't know what it is. I don't use it. This was a long time ago. This was yeah. This is the beginning of the show. This was a long time oh, okay. ago. <laughs> but okay, I'll try. He, he's like, I'll try it for a couple months, and we're like, oh, here it comes, man. We're gonna smell this. No, guy. I wasn't. Listen, I wasn't stinky. Yeah, we never did smell. Uh, mm. Normal or nope? I count stairs every time I go up them. No. Mm, no, not anymore. I no. did as a kid. I have sometimes, but no. I went on a walk yesterday, and I thought to tell you guys, I don't step on cracks. Like I was on a sidewalk, and I do my best to stay within the cracks. Like you're conscious of it. Yep. Does the song go thing. through your head or nope? Little rhyme. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't really step on cracks either when I'm just walking in a city or paying attention. I try to like math it out, Me like too. way well ahead of me. Yeah, I'll do out. that too. Yeah. I'll do that too. 
My big thing and what my just big, something to do when yeah. walking. <laughs> when I'm doing my silent walk. My big tick, and mm. I always have a beat or or music going on, and my kids are always making fun of me because I'm always like showing where my beat is by walking or clicking or doing something mm-hmm. like that, you know. But I have a tendency that, well, especially when I'm driving or I'm walking straight, you know, like straight ahead, I will find monuments that are around, like like let's say the the. The board's here in between this window. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I'll need to do something physical, like uh, like tap my fingers together, something very silent that nobody notices, when I feel like I'm directly in between the two. Anybody else have that? No. That's cool. So, like, light poles, if I'm on the highway, I'm always... <laughs> <laughs> if I'm if I if I'm driving on a highway, psycho. Those big telephone poles, you know, uh-huh. or electric poles, yeah. like the hell's wrong. There's with always you? like a beep, 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 ha- needing in my head, like it's happening in my head, so I have to touch my fingers together or tap something. Nobody? No. no. Uh-uh. I like that you thought counting stairs was weird, but you're no, you, took it, you took it up. Uh, took it on a couple knots. You guys don't do that at all. Like you never like notice things in your periphery and need to like. Find a middle point? No. Huh. No. no. All right. You need to go see somebody. Well, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news sponsored by? Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. More reliable than your news source. All right. So, uh, a little more on that shooting at the Trunk or Treat in Kirkwood. And yeah. I'm reading from stltoday.com. A St. Louis County cop told people at an elementary school Halloween event that they were, quote, all going to die before firing about a dozen shots in the air, according to court documents released on Monday. Again, I'm reading from stltoday.com. Attendees were uh, frantically ran for cover, tried to shelter kids who had been separated from their parents. Oh, my God. Matthew McCullough, 39 years old, charged Monday with four counts of child endangerment Five counts of armed criminal action, one count of making a terrorist threat, and one count of unlawful use of a weapon. All felonies. Yikes. To the person who tackled him, thank you, whoever you are. Does the article I say? I think it was a group of was people, group? but if you see his mugshot, looks like they roughed him up a little they bit. They beat the hell out of him. Looks like Swamp he lost like they, Looks like they roughed him up a little bit. I, uh, I have a friend of mine who had a friend who was there, and... Um, she said that it was awful, that yeah. the families are still shaken up. There's, you know, the, the Kirkwood children, they got uh, therapy animals at school now. Like, you know, it's a whole thing now. Oh, bring on the therapy animals. Bring them in. What a mess. Um, yeah, my wife's got a friend who was there. Uh, and it's just, it, was, it was terrifying. Sure. Uh, Matthew McCullough. Uh, a police officer uh, joined the St. Louis County Police Department as an officer back in December of 2017, is the son of former St. Louis County Prosecutor uh, Prosecutor Bob McCullough. So the story goes, uh, he arrived around 4.30 at the trunk or treat. Police said he approached several people, made death threats. Somebody eventually shoved McCullough after he threatened the person and their wife. So this guy was just an a-hole all around when he got to the event. Gone in somebody's face. That person... Shoved him to the ground. He fell to the pavement. And while surrounded by hundreds of children, stood up, pulled up his shirt to display a handgun and a badge. McCall then fired into the air at least a dozen times while shouting again that everyone would die. I can't imagine right. what the hell that was like to be there. And the kids With are all going. With your kids there. Trunk to trunk. It's a, they've been doing this for years. Sweet event. Here's the thing. You go to this event. And we've all been to trunk or treats. 
And you get there, and if your kids are of a certain age, you just let them go. Yeah, you just let They're them with go. their friends. Yeah, yeah. They walk around. Now you got some lunatic shooting in the air, yelling, everybody's going to die. You don't know where your kids are. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. Right. The terror. Not not only that, but think about why you're at a trunk or treat. Think about why trunk or treats exist. It was yeah. out of safety precaution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was parents that are like, I'm not comfortable with my kid walking around the neighborhood by himself, so I'm gonna go ahead and take him to this confined area yeah. where I know where you are, and we're all gonna be in and out in X amount of time for safety's sake. And here's this guy. Yep. Where's his mugshot? I wanna see it. Yeah, pull Please. him up. Oh yeah, it's it's just look up Matthew McCall. It's, it's pretty much in every every uh, news site. Was he a former police officer? No, not former. Current. Oh, current. Current. He's 39 years old. You just think he snapped? Like, I don't know, like, what is the motive here? (sighs) I'm thinking this guy, you see his mugshot, they... Oh, yeah. Beat the hell out of him. So a little bit of that swamp justice. Several people tackled him, took his gun from him. Uh, Nobody was hurt. Uh, McCullough's family, and this is on stltoday.com, has held leadership positions for decades in law enforcement. His father, Bob McCullough, served 28 years at St. Louis County's uh, elected prosecutor before losing his reelection back in 2018. His uncle, Joseph McCullough, is a retired St. Louis City police officer. Uh, he is the top prosecutor in St. Charles County. His grandfather, Paul McCullough, also a police officer, killed while on duty back in 1964. Uh, they're saying, uh, let me see here, um, Matthew McCullough's wife filed for divorce in March. They were married in uh, 2013, separated last October. Uh, they have two kids that go to that school. And they said he just, and he had a, a crazy smile on his face. Wow. As he was doing this. He's looking at some some time. Good. Can't be doing that, man. What the hell are you doing? He's looking at some time. So... It'll be interesting to see if the Nepo. Seems like a good oh, Nepo this baby. Is such a big enough. This is such a big case, and there's so many people pissed off that there's no way can't help him out. No, mm. no. I could. I can. Okay. Do you think he was like? Uh, oh yeah, he looks a little rougher in that one. Your, uh, you know, your dad could fix a speeding ticket. This is yeah. not a speeding ticket. This is something way, way worse, and the terror this man caused. Oh, Not only man. the kids, but the parents. Well, um, terrifying. Did he have children there? Yeah, two kids. Okay, wow. Man, I just wonder uh, if he was on something. If he has or substance snapped. abuse issues, or if he's just completely snapped, or what? Yeah, don't know. I don't know, but that's all we know right now. He's. And and I heard yesterday morning that there it was a police officer. Remember, I think I said it off the air. I'm like, I'm hearing it's a police officer, mm-hmm. and that was yep, that was the case. Right, that was the case. Uh, in other uh, uh, more cheery news, uh, we got another Top Golf opening up. What? Yeah. Uh, Missouri's downtown? second Top Golf location is going to open Friday. So that's St. Louis University at 64. Have you seen the nets? Yes. Have you seen the big nets there? I've seen the poles. I guess I haven't seen the nets. Uh, three levels, 102 climate controlled outdoor hitting bays, you know, the lounge type furniture, the high top tables. We all know Top Golf. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this place could sustain two very close to each other is pretty crazy. Wild. Yeah. Oh, it's going to do well, I bet. Between the City SC games and everything. Well, the one out in Chesterfield is booked up all the time. Hopping. Yep. All the time. Any time of day you drive by there, that parking lot is full. 
But that's, I think it's full because that area, I mean, even with uh, now Forehands and with the factory over there, that area in Chesterfield is like, if you want to have like a good time, but you want to have the space to park and it's a very chill vibe, this downtown Top Golf is going to be like, hey man, the bustle of the city, you want to hit up a, a City SC game and then hit up Top Golf after or vice yeah, I think versa? Yeah, I think it's great. I, I wonder what other city has two, mm -hmm. has two Top Golfs. Right. Kansas City doesn't have two. They just have one. Do they? Uh, the one at Chester. Have you been to the one at Chesterfield? What? I know. I've driven. I, yeah, I have been to it. The Helium used to run comedy shows out of there briefly before the pandemic. Helium? Yeah, they had like a a package where you would go to the comedy show and then hit like hit balls with your friends. So they had like a little makeshift club that they had made and truly god awful, god awful shows. Nothing but drunk chets. Every entire audiences of drunk chets and chads who think they're funny because they're with all their buds, yeah, with their golf polos tucked in, mm. slapping each other on the back, telling the most hack jokes, yeah, thinking like I'm gonna shine. It's it's chets time to shine. Yep, just god awful shows. Uh, so I've been, but never hit balls there. Multiple cities. Atlanta has three. Ah, Chicago's got two. DC's got two. St. Louis is gonna have two. Charlotte, uh, North Carolina has two. Well, I was I was thinking I, I asked how much money you need to open up one of those things. Just imagine that being our something we brag about. We got two. We top got golfs. two top golfs. Two St. Louis. What do you mean? We're not you didn't know city. we got two top no. golfs. Those things are so expensive to open, but but uh, man, those. First of all, it's not cheap. Well, even for us non-golfers who hate the sport, like myself, I enjoy yeah, going me to too. Top yeah. Golf. I like me too. Top Golf. Great drinks. Great um, drinks. Food's good. I like the heated. You know, like when you go and it's kind of cooler, but they got the heat and it's yeah. not. Can, it's not environmentally friendly, but I like that they got the heaters on. You can kind of chill outside and watch. They have your nice clubs. Good clubs. Well, it's going to bring 400 jobs wow. to the area over nice. there, which is which is nice. Um, Depending on times and days, pricing can range anywhere from 15 bucks an hour to 58 bucks an hour per bay. Uh, the other top golf, obviously, in Chesterfield. Earlier this month, the property's owner was being um, pursued in court over late taxes. So, mm. hopefully, they got that all worked out, oh, and boy. we all could hit balls. We all could hit some balls. It looks yeah, the like, fun. like going over there. Yeah, it's fun, even if you don't play golf. Even if you don't play golf, it's fun, you know. Hit a couple balls, have some drinks, have some food. Something to do with the kids. Um, okay, I thought of this, uh, I thought of learn when I read this story. Uh, if your toe was hurting for a couple weeks, would you see a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, not even a couple weeks. If I'm, it's a week. My toe really hurts. Help me. Or would you wait until the thing nearly fell off? Honestly, I'm 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 a nearly fall off guy. Dude, I pay so much money for health insurance. We we are getting ready to enroll in our new health insurance here at Hubbard, and Tim and I were looking over that last night. I'm paying so much per paycheck for health insurance, dude. I'm using that health insurance. I know, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Use it. I gotta go get an MRI on this knee. I know. This cost I understand. Three hundred forty dollars just for the MRI. See? See this? God, so uh, I, I mean, I'm not I I'm not somebody that runs to the to the doctor. You know, if I got a sniffle. Something's got to be wrong. It depends on what I think. Something's like your toes falling off. It's wrong. No, if it, my if my toe's gonna fall off, then I'll go. I think I should see a doctor. It depends on what I think it is. If it's your toe, I'm just like, ah, it's a toe. But you can't walk on it. You hurt. Yeah. So a new poll of 2,000 Americans found two thirds of us won't go to the doctor until something feels quote unquote extremely wrong. Yeah. The nice thing is until then we'll wait it out. The nice thing is I'll I'll get about 
I don't know, three or four complaints in, and, the, and my wife is like, "You gotta go." Mm-hmm. That, and that's my wife too. She'll, she'll just be like, "Okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm done hearing about this. You gotta go. You yeah. just need to do it." And by the way, mo- and it's mostly men that are like, "Oh, I gotta wait till it's extremely wrong to go to the doctor." Yeah. What's wrong with you guys? Just go. I don't know, for a toe? Honestly, for yeah. me, it's it's money right now. Nah. For, for I, me, an ex- an every time I go, it costs toe. me more and more money. An uh, example. I'm just sick of spending money on it. The toe is. A- I mean, the toe is a... Which toe? It doesn't matter. I would just use that as an example. You got 10 of them. Pinky toe, I'm not going. Big toe, I'm there. You're going for the pinky toe. I am. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right. I'm, I'm there before anything Learn's going hurting. for a pre-toe wellness check. Yeah. <laughs> I want to live... She wants to catch sucks? her toe problems early. <laughs> I'll probably die first out of all of you, and I'm going as much as I possibly can. Okay, so, so one reason we don't go is it seems like you never know how much you're going to end up paying, even with insurance. That's why I don't... But go. money isn't the only reason we avoid doctors. The top things we hate about doctor's visits include sitting in the waiting room, the time it takes in general, being touched or examined, shots or other procedures that might be painful and just general fear and anxiety and let's not forget let's add one to the list the amount of times i've gone and it wasn't helpful yeah that i go and i'm just like cool (laughs) yeah thanks doctor yeah Yeah, i don't know here's like i've gone so many times where they're just like could be this could be that don't know there's also the i made an appointment yesterday and today it doesn't hurt and here i am i swear yesterday my toe hurt Toes whenever, whenever I lived in Moon's basement, my uh, my boys, they started hurting real bad, and this was about a full day, and Moon's like, dude, you just got to go. So I went to the ER. This was around 11 or something at night, and they, you know, obviously don't care. <laughs> so you come in there like, <laughs> we don't care about you or anything, and they so they put you in a room, and then no one comes in, no one comes in. You kind of peek out the door to see if anyone's even worried about you, and they're no one, you know, they're on the computers laughing, having fun over there, and, and then eventually a code blue happens, mm-hmm. and so then they go focus on that. And I was like, you know what, I'm just leaving. So Which I, they, they should. Did nothing. Dummy they did Danny nothing. on the feedback says I went for a bee sting and for chiggers. No, I didn't go for the bee sting. Uh, the chiggers, though, that was my wife's. Like, you gotta go because this stuff is like, spreading. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, back to Scott really fast. There has to be, and I know this, that medical professionals, all of us have charts, and there's notes in our charts on our personalities that we don't get to see that, like, doctors will share. Ah, no way. Yeah. So I I know (laughs) that whenever I go to my, and I love my doctor, Dr. Z, when I go to see You're keeping him in business. She She. knows- that she's got to handle me with, like, I am in there. The hypochondria level is at 100. She's got to, you know, we have to have a talk. She's so <laughs> sweet to me and, like, wow. deals with me in such a beautiful way. So they must know, you, I, know I hate this? I hate wasting time because I was there till about <laughs> 4 in the morning. And all I got from the doctor was like, uh, you, I don't know. You can go. Wow. Nothing. There was just absolutely nothing. How, how do you know about this personality, this, this back end I got doctor chart. friends. <gasps> What? Oh, I'm so curious as to what all of ours say. And your kids got profile. Like, they know. You come in, they go, they they have little notes. Oh, there's an episode of Seinfeld about that. The dad's an (laughs) a-hole. Where Elaine was put on a list of of being a a patient that was extremely difficult. Yeah. No way. she couldn't get off the list. And I love it. I think it's great. (laughs) I'm not dogging on it at all. I think that helps their (laughs) job, makes us feel better. Uh, Rite Aid. Are there any Rite Aids in the area? Rite Aid? Uh, Well, they filed for Chapter 11. I want to say there are. Not in St. Louis. Rite Aid, like a CVS or Walgreens, uh, uh, they've filed for Chapter 11, uh, reported losses of $3 billion over the last six years. The company's uh, only reported $1 billion in assets. 
facing competition for more costly friendly alternatives and legal expenses from uh, its part in the opioid crisis. I thought, I thought yeah. we had a It's Rite a bummer Aid. that Rite Aid's closing because, ironically, they're closing because of this, but they have the best prices and always had better Rite sales. Aid. But uh, I don't think it worked oh, out. Oh, there's one in <laughs> Springfield, Illinois. So with Rite Aid filing for bankruptcy, the company plans to accelerate store closures and solve some of the businesses. Bummer. I heard Walgreens uh, pharmacists are going to walk off hm. Friday. Walk off? Planning on... For wage Walk, disputes? Yeah, I mean, a whole, bunch, a whole host of... It's wild right A now. whole host of different uh, gripes. Really? I don't know much about it. I just have seen that they've organized and they're planning to walk off. So people are like, oh, my God, i got to get medications. It's a walk-off. Yeah, because they're kind of understaffed. And, mm. and so if you're the pharmacist, they're demanding you to be there a lot more than they've ever demanded. They make good and money. And they're not giving okay. you extra Don't pharmacists make good money? Yeah. So. yeah, but also the hours, the hours you might be crazy. working 15 hours, seven days a week. Mm. Man. It's yeah. brutal right yeah, now. I deal with a lot of old people, places. too. Old, grumpy people. Yeah. And they deserve every cent they could get. God bless yeah. them. I salute you, pharmacists. Yes. I always feel like I'm making their day when they're like, do you have any questions for the pharmacists? And I'm like, nope. Nope. I, I can't feel- imagine the <laughs> questions they get asked. I feel like they're like, yeah. good, thank you. And the people they have, have to deal with. <laughs> do pharmacists have notes, too? I don't know about that. They're doctors. They should. They like. Oh, oh they know the difficult real pain. <laughs> this guy's never going to be happy, no Scott matter what Rizzuto you do. Scott Rizzuto curses a lot. Here yeah. comes. He's going to try to get Ernie. his refills early. <laughs> Here comes Ernie, who's always needs his yeah. pills. Can we ask to see those notes? By the way, no, you cannot. Those I thought are... legally ICD-10, I get to see my medical records, all of them. You can see medical records, but you can't see personality. Notes. Wait, notes I got them pulled up right here in the dark web. I'm going to ask here. next time I'm in. Let see me it. see my notes. Let me see them. All I'll the see notes. my notes. Not those, the real notes. Doc, <laughs> Let me Doc. see those real <laughs> What you've been saying all these years about me. Personality <laughs> notes, Doc. <laughs> Show them to me. Well, they, they I'm going to schedule an appointment just <laughs> no. to see my notes. They put in there about your job, you know, like every time I come in, like my doctor's like, how's the radio station? And like, oh, you just changed. And, you Still know, there. It's real sweet that I that they know little oh, so things. It's, it's those types of notes. Yeah, it's Personality good. notes so they can feel it, so they can brush up oh, and make you feel like. Bedside manner. They know you. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so that's what you meant. But, I thought you meant like yeah, they're like, they also, going, this guy's a Known to be difficult. They also put in there like, could be difficult, uh, you know, obviously think she's dying at all times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I mean, See, can you imagine uh, those guys here. that think they're funny uh, too? So, like, so some of them are like putting notes just to make the other guys laugh, you yeah. know? So. Yeah, they ask. <laughs> Most likely, we'll have a deep conversation and start crying in your office. You oh, know, God. you know. Here oh, she no. comes. Uh, Ford is recalling around two hundred thirty-eight thousand explorers after an investigation found that a rear axle bolt can fail, uh, which could cause a loss of uh, drive power or allow the SUVs to just roll away while in park. What's wrong with that? <laughs> makes yeah. it fun, man. These are the uh, 2020 to 2022 models. You ever seen a vehicle unmanned, a moving vehicle unmanned? You ever seen that happen? Uh, no, not in person. It is frightening. It's why it's like watching a bullet in slow motion. You mean like if it's falling down a hill or something? Anything. So, my, so I grew way. up on a uh, on a big road, and this cat uh, across from us, older feller, got out of it. I think it was a station wagon or something. So big, heavy car, right? Got out of it. Forgot to put it in park. This thing 
uh, his door was open. Imagine this. He's stepping halfway out like this. And he got out and it started rolling backwards. And he tried to kind of like, oh, you know, get back in, get back in it, went underneath the door. Oh, my goodness. Thankfully, didn't get run over, you know, by the tire. But this now station wagon with the wood paneling and a door open like this goes whoop across all four lanes of traffic. <laughs> Doesn't get hit. Wow. Ramps up into our driveway, comes down and crashes into the garage. That's wild. Mm. Could, I mean, could wow. if somebody was walking there, right. dogs, cars, any of that kind of stuff. When you see a car moving in slow motion with well, without a person, it's it's like you're just going. Oh! Effective <laughs> Explorers included the 2020 to 2022 models. Uh, the National Highway Say, uh, Safety Administration investigated the issue after two complaints that that previous recalls to repair the axle this year and in 2022 didn't work. So Landis is going to start going out November 6th. Four dealerships will replace the axle bolt and uh, bushing for free. Uh, Caitlin on the uh, on the Twitter says, uh, nurse here, we don't have it in notes, but we do have chart flags and keywords we use to describe people. So that's notes. Yeah, Penny says. <laughs> Penny Those says, are in notes. Penny says, quote, patient told me to F myself. We'll continue to monitor. Written at a time or two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally. So everyone uh, nowadays is pushing, you know, mobile wallets and contactless payments. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are some places that don't even accept cash anymore. I gave my daughter, she wanted a hot chocolate from the hockey rink. I gave her five bucks. She comes back. She goes, they don't accept cash. Aww. Let me get your credit card. <laughs> so are, are people still carrying cash around? A new poll asked people how often they pay in cash when they make an in-person purchase. How often do you pay in cash? Probably one out of every 40 purchases. I never do. I never do anymore. I can't say never. I never do anymore. I can't say never because sometimes I have cash and I'm like, oh, there it is. I got to get rid of this and I can't I write this I off. I never so. pay cash anymore. Ne like never? Like wow. you, I mean. Unless they don't accept a card. Do you have cash on you right now? I do, but I never, it's been uh, this, it's. Get your wallet I, out. I, the, the stack of bins. How much money you got on you? The stack of Benjamins has been in my wallet for <laughs> years. It's usually like, all right, if the kid needs some something. Yeah, $20. I have 25 bucks. Nice. But this has been in here for, oh, God knows how long. Yeah. I After band gigs, because we all, you know, we get paid a certain amount and we divide the money up. And so, like, that's the only time I have cash ever. Veteran money. So, I get that. Do you pay cash all the time? Uh, I used to. I used to be a big cash guy, but I'm kind of started to. I think it's because I worked in the industry. When I worked bartending and stuff, I always had cash. But now I'm getting to be. A, I'm kind of getting to be a swiper. Or a, I'm a swiper. Dude. Not even a swiper anymore. Yeah. Now a chipper. I'm, I'm a chipper. Apple Pay is where it's at. You guys got Apple Pay on your phone? I do. I do. I use that it is crazy. That is the most convenient thing. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I do like. Yeah. I like using cash at. Small businesses because I feel bad making them pay the credit card fee kind of stuff. Mm. I, I don't even think about it. Can we get Maybe rid I of should. that? Why is there a credit card fee? Why? Well, how the credit card's going to make money. Yeah, they can't make money off our debt. <laughs> <laughs> They're not making money uh, off the interest. 7% of people say they always pay in cash. Another 14% say they usually do. On the flip side, 8% say they never use cash. Another 30% say they rarely do. So you'll probably be in the rarely category. Would you, would you guys be a rarely category? I'm a never guy. I'm a rarely. I'd say very rarely. Yeah, yeah rarely, I guess. Can't say can't say never though, because I mean, on occasion, it's fun. for whatever reason, I'll have you know a couple twenties around. I'm like, what? What am I gonna do with this? What? You know, I got to do something. So like groceries, uh, you know, I can't can't get around just buying groceries. So 
I'm, I'm, I'm always telling my wife, like, hey, let's use this cash the next time we're at the grocery store. Well, the so interesting, we, try, we try to do it at the grocery store. The interesting thing is, is that, well, now if you go to the grocery store, if you go to the self-checkout, yeah, you most find, of them don't accept cash. Yeah, you got to find yeah. the one that accepts cash. Um, and the interesting thing here is that young adults are the most likely to say they always pay in cash, while older adults, especially boomers, are more likely to say they never pay in cash. Which is wild, too, because my parents were always the cash is king people. Yeah, that's a boomer thing. Cash is king. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't break it down by payment method, so maybe the never cashers are using, you know, credit or debit cards for convenience and safety rather than whipping out their devices to use, you know, tech like Apple Pay or something. I don't know. I look at, I, I, I got a credit card that's got pretty good benefits, mm-hmm. so I'm like, hey, I might as well reap the benefits from using the credit yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. For, for us, honestly, for, for me, it's not even about convenience. The reason I use the card is because it's easier to track my stuff. Yeah. I, I can track it and go, yeah. wow, I, I spent too much Abs- on absolutely. this or I... I Forgot about this and need to track this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just—it's an organizational tool for me. Yeah. Yeah, good for budgeting and, yeah, you know exactly where your money's going. Exactly. All right, that is your news. We're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we're looking for a big Metallica fan out there. Big Metallica fan, we need you. Big. We want to give somebody a pair of VIP tickets for the Metallica experience taking over the iconic High Point Theater Saturday, November 4th. That's the same weekend that the big uh, Metallica... Uh, the two shows at the Dome are Friday night, Sunday night. So you could walk the red carpet, join Cinema St. Louis Saturday, November 4th for three awesome Metallica concert films. you got to be 21 and older. So it's like a Metallica film fest. And you never know who's going to stop by. Right. You never, you never, I'm not saying anybody, I'm not saying nobody. But you could be there. I want to give a huge Metallica fan a chance to go VIP style. So what we're going to do is uh, Learn's going to ask you five Metallica questions, Metallica quiz questions. Each question is worth a max of two points. If you answer the question without taking the options, two points. If you need the options and you get it right, one point. So out of the five questions, ten possible points max, you have to get seven. Seven points max. Mm-hmm. Seven points minimum, I'm sorry, to get these... Uh, VIP tickets. Seven points to win. Seven points to win. Scott, find me a Metallica fan. And no, I don't have tickets either of the show, so you should probably have tickets for that already if you're a huge Metallica fan. Yeah, Scott, make sure the person you get today has tickets to either one of the shows. Ooh, okay. Make sure they got tickets. Yeah, you have to have tickets to a real huge Metallica fan. That's in the snake pit already. Regardless of what's going on that weekend, Already has tickets. Yeah. I don't care if your kid's getting married. Right. <laughs> I don't care if your kid's, it's your kid's confirmation, there's a graduation, a whatever. You have both shows. The Metallica quiz and your emails now. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had, to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets Deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck 
in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement to experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Next. Tickets for the Metallica experience taking over the iconic High Point Theater Saturday, November 4th. Same weekend that the Metallica's in, uh, in town playing the Dome Friday and Sunday night. So this is the day off. Walk the red carpet, join Cinema St. Louis on that Saturday for three awesome Metallica concert films. Now, I'm asking for a huge Metallica fan out there to call in. We want to give these tickets to, you know, a true fan. I'm not going to waste these things. So we got Doug on the phone. Doug, good morning. Morning, happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Doug. So you going to both shows already? Yes, sir. All right, tickets for both shows. So you are a true Metallica fan? Yes. All right, so Learn is going to ask you five Metallica questions, Metallica quiz questions. Uh, I think these are, as far as difficulty goes, medium to difficult. Yeah. Right in the middle, medium to difficult. So each question, max two points. Two points, you get the full two points if you answer the question without taking the options. If you take the options, you get one point. So five questions, a possibility of ten total points. You need to get seven points to get the VIP tickets, okay? Right. Okay. That all makes sense? We'll do the math, Doug. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll math it out for you. Okay. <laughs> all right, Doug, here we go. Your first question. All right, Doug, number one, who invented the name Metallica out of the band? Lars Ulrich. All right. That's Remember, final... if you, yeah, if you want the options, ask for the options. But... Final answer. All right. Final answer, Lars. Final answer, yeah. All right. Number two, how many times has the legendary Black Album gone platinum in the U.S.? Options. Options. All right. Is it A, 10 times, B, 14 times, C, 16 times, D, 9 times, or E, Six times. So platinum is a million sold. Million sold. Uh, 16 times. <clears throat> Final answer? 
final answer. All right. Number three, which kind of guitar is James Hetfield's signature guitar? Options. Options. Here we go. Is it A, a Gibson Les Paul? B, a Gibson Flying V? C, an ESP Explorer? Or D, a Gibson SG? Gibson Flying V. Okay. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Okay. Uh, Number four, who played the bass on the album St. Anger? Hello. Hello. Doug, you there? Doug. 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 Hello. Hi. Yeah, yeah, you there, Doug? (laughs) Doug. Doug. Told you not to play a game and go in a tunnel. Oh. Doug, we could hear. We could hear. Learn. (laughs) Radio off. Turn your radio off, Doug. Doug, we're still here. There you go. (laughs) Oh no! Did you? Can you hear us now? (laughs) I'm gone. No, oh, Doug. No, we can hear no. you. Doug. Doug, we can hear you, Doug. Doug. We're still here. <laughs> we're still here, Doug. Stay positive. Oh, no. Start shouting answers, Doug. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. Oh. No, Doug. No. Oh. Don't get distracted. No, no, no. no. Okay. All right, I'm going to put him on hold, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put him on hold. All right. We still have two questions to go. <laughs> Doug, don't you dare look up that last question. <laughs> see, see if he, pick him up. See if he's there. Because I, I don't know if that's a me problem. I think that's a him problem. I think it's a him problem. <laughs> I mean, we don't move. Usually it's a me problem, but I think in this <laughs> case it's a him problem. Is he there? Hmm. Scott? Scott? Scott! Feeling <laughs> fairly confident. We lost Scott, too. <laughs> Same time. Scott! Scott. <laughs> I feel like Are you kinda, gonna call, I feel you like, gonna call him back? Okay. I feel like he kind of guessed at number two, but he's feeling pretty confident. He's feeling confident. Yeah, he's feeling good. Right? He's feeling good. I mean, he, I, he seems like a nice guy, too. Now nice he's, guy, Doug. He's used the options for two and three. He's out of options, right? Oh, can he not use them? Well, he's got to get seven points. He's got to get seven points. So, I mean, do we tell the people where his scoring is? No? No, well, he doesn't know what he got right and what he got wrong. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I guess that would be unfair. And he is listening, as he we is know. Listening, he is as listening, as we know. <laughs> he is listening. Hmm. I think he's got to sweep out. I'll just say you, you, no more options for no you. No more options, Doug. No more options for Doug. <laughs> Doug, you there? I'm here. All sorry. right, Doug. Here we go. That's all right. Doug, no more options, okay? Okay. Word, right. That's just a hint, a hint to you. Here we go, buddy. All right, number okay. four, Doug. Who played bass on the album St. Anger? Robert. Okay. It's Robert Trujillo. Give you that. Right. Robert Trujillo. Okay. okay, and number five, what was the job of Lars Ulrich's father? Oh. Options, I don't know. Uh, give me the options. Yeah, options. Was he a doctor, a sound engineer, a cook, a professional tennis player, or a musician? Tennis player. All right, show me tennis player with the options. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's go over these. You got to get seven points. Here we go. Doug, you, uh, number one. Who invented the name Metallica? Doug guessed Lars Ulrich. And, and he is? Correct. Correct, yes. So two points did not take the option. What about Metallica? What about Metallica? Well, it was almost Metal Mania. That was going to be Metallica's name otherwise. And so, so they Lars, went with Metallica. Lars came wow. up with the name Metallica. So much cooler. Okay. All right. No, and you got that right, Doug. So that's, that's two, two points. points. Number two. How many times has the legendary Black Album gone platinum? Doug took the options, and he guessed it was C 16 times, and he was correct. That's correct. So that's 
one point, so up to three points now. So that's just in the U.S. 16 million copies sold in the U.S. alone. That's amazing. I think total, I think, sold over 50 million. Over 50 million records. Wow. Goodness. Now remember, 10 million is a diamond. diamond. Yeah, so they have a diamond record with that. Okay. All right, number three, Doug. Which kind of guitar is James Hetfield's signature guitar? Um... You did take the options for this. You guessed it was the Gibson Flying V. That is incorrect. It was the ESP Explorer. Now, he has played the Flying V. Yeah. But his signature guitar is the ESP Explorer. Right. So, got that wrong. All right. So, we're still at three points. Number four, who played the bass on St. Anger? And uh, he said uh, Robert Trujillo. That is incorrect. It was Bob Rock. Bob Rock, the producer, yeah. played. It was in between Newstead and Trujillo. And Bob Rock, Bob Rock played bass on St. Anger. So we're still at three. Yeah. And finally, what was the job of Lars uh, Ulrich's father? And he, he took the options, and yes, it was professional tennis player. Yeah. So I got that right. Professional so tennis player. Four points. Um, four points. Did not get not the Hey, but you know, you want to play tomorrow? Yeah. All right, hey, we'll call you back tomorrow. Okay, okay. keep his number. I got his number. Let's call him back tomorrow. Heavy we can get him bag. into this thing. We'll get him. We'll get him in. We're going to get him into this thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've never seen a second chance playing with yeah, a human. Second chance. It's pasta. It's, it's national metallic. pasta day. It's national pasta day. It's national pasta day. All the Doug, here's, fans are like, what about me? Here's a wild idea. Maybe don't ride up and down in an elevator right. tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. It seemed play. like a good idea. All I heard was dinging and your phone cutting out. Maybe that was a little distracting. Maybe take five at your elevator operations job. You're still that guy running the. Maybe he's the guy running the thing. They still yeah. have one. Still in need. So Lars's father, Torben, which is Torben. a badass name. Yeah. So badass. Torben Ulrich? Torben Ulrich was a professional tennis player. He has Dude, one of my of favorite. He, he has maybe my favorite movie quote of all time. And it is? Uh, it's from uh, Some Kind of Monster when Lars is showing his dad. They're in the studio. He's in the control room. He's showing him a whole bunch of stuff from the record. Mm -hmm. And he's showing him this one piece and it does this thing. And, and, and Torben's just sitting there kind of like rubbing his beard. And he goes... I would say, he's asking him what to do with that track. And he said, if it were me, I would say, delete that. <laughs> and it's the greatest moment because it goes back to, it goes back to Lars's face and he goes, we were going to lead the record off with that track. <laughs> and dude, I'm telling you, it is just, <laughs> it's magic father and yeah. son. It's magic band stuff. It's like, it's the perfect studio thing where one guy thinks this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And somebody yeah. else goes, delete that. Uh, Craig says on the feedback, not to be an a-hole, but I think just taking people for the contest that have tickets at the concert is wrong. Oh. Some of us couldn't afford tickets, and this contest is a way for us to enjoy Metallica without spending a fortune. Well, listen, if you are a huge Metallica fan, you would sell a kidney. Yep. Okay. There's plenty of them. You, you have two. Yep. <laughs> we talked about uh, uh, the Some Kind of Monster film, because you haven't seen it, right? I've never seen it. Oh, Dude, it's so good. It's so good. I just, it's when I, they go into therapy. Everybody that's hated it, and uh, yeah, they, it's, what a mess. And so I was just like, I don't know if oh, I want to go down that road. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, two emails, uh, Moon. Okay. Rishon1057thepoint.com. Time for two emails. All right. What's up, guys, and learn? What up? Uh, so what would you do hypothetically? If you found out your boss has lied to you for the past two years about raising the amount of money you're supposed to bring the company and uh, uh, the company an hour, only to find out it's a ploy so he can collect a performance bonus. Meanwhile, over this time, it's probably cost me between fifteen to twenty thousand dollars in overtime pay, and even shortened my weekend hours throughout the year. 
I love the work I do. I make decent money. I have company stock and a 401k, but I cannot overlook this. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm engaged. I got a new house, and I can't afford to lose my job or honestly catch a charge for what I want to do. Just reaching out for some rational opinions and advice, a gracious, hardworking, happy employee of a company that shall not be named. He's saying that he found out that his boss is shorting his overtime pay for bonus. Oh, that's... You need to go to HR, buddy. Yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> if that's really what's yeah, happening here. You need to go... You, if it's a reputable organization, you should probably have, like, an HR person mm-hmm. uh, that I think you should have a chat with. Yep. And so, basically, your boss is stealing from you? But uh. you like the... But you like what you do. What? No, well, that, that... Well, it sounds like this person's boss is the problem. So, yeah. they like what they do. Uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Go to HR. Yeah, go to HR. Man. Don't Man. Be afraid, don't be afraid to do go through the process of the protocol of professionalism. Don't That's a, what they're for. Yeah, don't be a sucker. That's your that's the and money he, owed to you. And he's getting paid from it, I'm assuming. The, yeah, the he boss. said the, bo- the boss is getting a performance bonus. Based for, on this for, guy's work. For that fewer he's not, hours? Based on this guy's work that he feels he's being shorted for. Mm. Yeah. And he says how much he's lost? 15, 15 to 20K. Yep. Oof. HR that. HR that, baby. Uh, next. Okay. Or, 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 or sleep with the boss's wife. These are the options. <laughs> Clearly. Always an answer. Or the boss's husband. <laughs> or the boss's or husband. Or the boss's husband. Yeah. Either way. It's and not got, about and, and, sex. No. It's about revenge. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. And your fiance will understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your fiance will understand. Those are the rules. Mm-hmm. Big yikes. Or you go to HR. But I would go. <laughs> we give good advice on this show. Great advice. Uh, All right. Well, yeah, gonna... what would you do, Rafe? Sleep with the wife or husband or husband. Or whoever. Or whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom. Yeah, or mother. Yeah. Hot mom. Hell yeah. <laughs> Poor mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next. All right. Well. Can't make your dad stay late. All right. I'm going to read this one. Here we go. I'm a podcast listener, so forgive me for being late to the party. Friday show. Whew. As an autistic person with ADHD, listening to Riz go on and on about time blindness not being real was kind of a punch to the gut. Mm. Just because you don't have something doesn't mean that it's not real. None of you are doctors or therapists. So to laugh at people brave enough to say that they have this condition, shame on you. It's weird you don't get political or share your views on some topics, but you'll openly mock people for saying that they need a little extra help. I'll listen to the show differently from now on. Jessica. Okay. Um, time blindness, sure, that may be a thing. That yeah. may be a thing. But it shouldn't be your excuse for everything, for your existence. And we were referencing someone that is using that excuse to not have to be on time for a job. Right, right. We're no, I don't think any of us said that the concept of what it's being named, time blindness, is not a thing. All of us actually Never. said that we have it in different ways. But right. we, I don't. I don't have it. We have pins. We have clocks. We have all sorts of things. Yeah. All of us. This have person our, suffers from a second affliction called selective hearing. Because <laughs> I responded to them, and I do. I don't want them to feel uh, stigmatized or anything like that. We never said it. We, in fact, we said it was most definitely a An symptom ADHD. of ADHD. Yeah. Right. But that it was also a symptom that needed to be managed by the afflicted. Yeah, and also you got to understand that everybody's not going to bend to the will, right, of somebody who is right time blind, right. And also some people... If that is a thing. The same way some people say 
flippantly, that's just my OCD. I'm like, do you have OCD? Right. Or is that just a funny thing you like to say when you're being an a-hole? Yeah. I think some people take on these afflictions that don't actually have them. Yeah, dude. And this might trigger somebody. This may trigger a lot of people. But just the use of a word and applying it to something and then the tendency to use that as an excuse to right. not as a, overcome. for everything. Yeah, to not overcome a symptom of something is prevalent. And we're not saying it's your issue. We're just saying it's prevalent. And I will use the example of the word anxiety. I never heard the word anxiety. Mm -hmm. I certainly felt it. I was terror. I, I mean, I was full of terror going to middle school. I hated it. That was anxiety. But. I didn't have a word for it. I didn't apply it. I didn't hear it every 15 seconds from everyone around me. Right. And I will say, there's a ton of us, a ton of us that deal with, like, legit anxiety. But we're not always chirping about I it all, all the time. And the problem with chirping about it all the time is people that don't really suffer, suffer from it, apply the word and the concept of it to everything I now. when you make up a term like time blind, it turns off a lot of people. Sure, you may have ADHD. And, that's and you may be autistic, be and and you need extra help. Sure, yeah. and I understand that. But when you start going, <clears throat> we, how do you expect me to be here at nine o'clock for this job? Right. I'm time blind. That's what I'm saying. Somebody like so you now have to adjust the way you work to accommodate my quote unquote right. thing I just made yeah, up. Yeah, because somebody's hijacking the term and using it in, a, in in an application that it does not belong. Is they're ruining it for people that actually suffer? Right. From and for context, things. if you weren't listening, it was someone who went into a job interview. You're right. And said they expected the manager of this place to adjust because they were time blind and they wouldn't be at work on time. And the question was, will you be leaving on time? Mm -hmm. Because are you only time blind one way? Right. Uh, so it wasn't a catch-all. Mm -hmm. It was a specific contextual argument about time blindness. And also, I love a special called Thank God for Jokes where Mike Berbiglia talks about He's, he's explaining why jokes belong in the hands of comedians, and this is a comedy podcast. I think we can say that, right, for the most part? Sure. Sometimes. To, yeah. some, to some degree. Yeah. We joke about stuff on here. We cut it up. We have a good time. You know, he tells a joke about people with peanut allergies, and everybody laughs, and he goes, now, everybody laughed at that joke, but three people in here have peanut allergies, and they're like, hey, man, F you. <laughs> That's a real thing. And he goes, I know, but I have to joke about something. Yeah. There's, if you look hard enough, you can always find, oh. there's always going to be yeah, a, per Please. a percentage of the population who will be offended hey. or hurt by a joke. On National Pasta Day, thank God I'm not time blind, because <laughs> I would roll right through al dente and make, <laughs> yeah. and next thing you know, I got a, I got a pot full of mush. Right. Uh, also, uh, you guys make fun of me every day about my anxiety, and I do have general anxiety disorder. My therapist has diagnosed me, and I have hypochondria. But hey, I'm at least self-aware enough <laughs> to go, I'm a freaking crazy person, and I do have these things, and they do suck, mm -hmm. but I, I understand the humor in it as well, and yeah. I think that's how we have to exist. And the, and the Spencer people that says, are, unless you are blind blind, you could still see clocks. The, yeah, yeah and, the, and the people that are taking away the seriousness of what you're dealing with are the right. ones that aren't in your situation that, sure. uh, that uh, will go, I don't want to go do that. And it's because of well, my Well, I look back at yeah. the... You, you know what I'm saying? Like, using it as a shield... A as, service as, animal as, thing. As, yeah, as a smokescreen, and it's ruining it for people that really do need help and a little bit of extra compassion and sure here and Jessica, there. It's ruining. Jessica, I'm sure, needs needs you know, extra help, and I'm not, I'm not taking away anything from what Jessica asked. Right, right, right. Uh, it's like going to Scott Air Force Base, and we always see uh, service people with, with dogs, with mm -hmm. service animals. Sure. Who are, and, and those service animals, the dogs are just, uh, you know... Are, Integral are, parts of life. Uh, just a godsend for these people. Yeah. Really, really need it. But then you got the, uh, my service 
boa constrictor. Right. Because they just want to bring my boa constrictor everywhere. But it's a service boa constrictor. No, it's not. Right. Yeah, so man, you're ruining makes, it for the people that yeah, actually yeah. need service animals. Yeah. But in a spirit of overcoming too, because we all have it's we all ha- we all have symptoms from different things. And what we should be focused on is overcoming it. Overcoming it. And part of overcoming it is not necessarily using it as a shield. And, and I'm not and I'm not saying that I have no compassion for people. Because listen, sure. dude, with the anxiety thing, that was a major, 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 major part of my life. Sure. Major part. And one of the things that like helped me get over it was I just was like this is here this is who i am mm-hmm. this is one of my quote unquote weaknesses how do i turn it into a strength how do i use the right. difficulty and humor is a strength just like to Rafe's point finding the humor in something and being able to air it out and release the gravity of something so dire and scary helps it yeah. so so it's okay to laugh about things and also have compassion it, dualities exist i'm yeah. listen, exactly. I, i'm sure overcoming and i, I listen Jessica, i feel bad that you feel like we were, you know, Same. attacking, fun, attacking yeah. you right. or what you really do, you know, suffer with. It was more of a, this person who was applying for the job yeah. is a douchebag. Seems yeah, like they're dude. using it as an excuse. Yeah, it seems like using use an excuse. And I don't want anyone to ever mistake the, you can joke about something and still have empathy for people. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I am an addict. I suffer from depression. I joke about these things. I'm also a veteran and I see people on stage during improv scenes make, funny goofy combat scenes if i if you choose to view things through a single lens whatever that is i am whatever your single lens is i whether it is your ethnicity your uh sexual preference like whatever it, if you're constantly viewing th- everything through a myopic lens then you become one dimensional and you're not yep do you know what i mean like if yeah. i if i chose and to nobody my, wants to be around you if i chose to put my veteran glasses on and that's the only way i see things and I see someone on stage during an improv show being like, here comes a jelly grenade. And I'm like, hey, man, I have friends who died in combat. Not cool. And I take that off the table. You can't joke about that. Well, eventually everything comes off the table mm-hmm. because someone's going to get yeah. their feelings hurt. So it's better to just like, you know, most no, of the things we say are tongue in cheek. Yeah. Don't, I don't want you to think we don't have empathy for your Know brain. yourself right. and One don't more. be offended by anything because it's not a big deal. We're all just moving We're forward. We're all going to die. We're all overcoming We're all and moving forward. Think about that. Here's, Don't here's tell a, Lauren that. Here's the next one. Good morning, everybody. I, I was listening to the podcast Crazy. from Thursday, and I couldn't agree more with time blindness being a silly excuse to be late to a job. I have severe ADHD, and I deal with time blindness legit. I was always late when I was a kid, but I learned how to manage my time because I did this thing called being an adult by setting alarms, reminders. Learning the world does not revolve around me. I even have a reminder to take my meds in the morning because even that I will forget. Love the show. Six out of five stars. Jonah. So right. that's just... The other end. We we got a lot of emails on both sides, on both sides, that were saying kind of the same thing. And the common theme of all the emails was everybody saying, "This is definitely a real thing, and it's a symptom of my ADHD." But here's how I handle it. Okay, you can't win. (laughs) No, can't win. But we're just trying to. You can't. You can. Everybody will be all right. Fuel. Fuel. Fuel for positivity. Fuel for positivity. I hope so. Got to coexist, man. Use the difficulty. Turn it into a superpower. It is a weapon. Yeah. It's a feature, uh, not a bug. Let's take a break. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Crab on celebrities next. I'm going to keep talking through the break. I'm break blind, unfortunately. Keep going, buddy. Thank you. We'll accommodate. (laughs) 
Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How much money did uh, Taylor Swift make with the new movie of hers? Oh my gosh, it was like, what, $69 million in the a opening? Gazillion, a gazillion dollars. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, huge. That's wild. Tremendous. Uh, it's a new music business. Did you see that people were upset? Yeah. That you got all these teenage girls dancing in the uh, dancing in the seats, oh, right, right, right. dancing in the aisles. What, what do you expect? I right. mean, it's a Taylor Swift concert film. So it's wild, man, because there's like a, 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 a like a couple different complaints that I was seeing about about the movie experience, and one was. Oh, all these girls singing and screaming as if they're at a right, concert. as if they're there. And they're disrupting, I just want to watch the movie. And then you got the other side, which is, these people aren't even, like, real fans. They don't even know all the words. Right. Yeah, like some my, people are like, I just want to sit here and just watch. Well, my, 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 my daughter was like, she's not, she didn't care if you were quiet or if you were participating loudly or not. But she felt like it was wrong to be in there if you weren't, like, a real fan. And she's like, half the people around me didn't even know the words to all the songs. 123.5 <laughs> million globally. I mean, geez, oh, right? my goodness. Okay, so this is this is was something uh, that was posted on a forum uh, yesterday. And they write, uh, this is a guy, I'm a major Taylor Swift fan, which is not surprising until you find out that I'm a single 39-year-old man. I've always just loved her music. And don't see it being any more weird than me liking the music of any other artist. Her fans are very possessive of her and sometimes are not nice to other fans. Oh, I don't think that's true at all. Despite knowing this. Oh, you don't. Oh, I don't the think they Swifties, gatekeep at all. They are you fr- out of your mind? Dude, they make the friendship bracelets. They're excited. See, see my daughter was so excited. She, Man, they are su- super possessive. When they mobilize, she, look out. He, here's the thing. I don't think my daughter, um, my dad, my daughter's a sweetheart, but but she she and her friends had the bracelets. They were expecting it to be like a concert experience where people were going to be trading, and that's why she was bummed because oh. she went and people were just there for the movie. And she's like, what? I thought I was going to have, you know, she thought it was going to be like a, like a B version okay. of the concert that she went to. All right, so this guy writes, despite knowing this, I went to the Errors movie at the theater over the weekend. None of my other friends wanted to go with me, so I went alone. I knew I might get some looks, but the reaction was far worse than I had expected. I actually had two women ask me where my family was. That's weird. I also noticed that no one would sit near me in the theater, and it was really packed. Was I so wrong to go to the movie by myself? Do you think I was unfairly treated? 
I mean, people were probably on the other side of that. People are probably like, who's this guy coming to where all the little yeah. girls are? You're right. Even though I'm sure innocent, you really are a yeah. Taylor Swift fan. You went, it just could look weird. It could look weird. You it gotta, could look you gotta weird. You got to be self aware. And you got to understand that. Yeah. But it sucked. I'm glad that he went and I'm sorry that that happened to him. I mean, he wasn't a weirdo. He's a fan. He's a, he, uh, if what he's saying is true, he's a fan. But you got to understand, it looks weird. Yeah. yeah. You're a 39 year old guy who goes by himself to a place where there's just going to be teenage girls screaming and dancing in the. It's, it's, I'm sorry, it's weird. I'm, I'm waiting for this to come out so I can watch it at home. I will watch it because I watched her docu documentary that was on Netflix about um, Americana. Yeah. Americana. And it was great. So I can't, I love concert documentaries like this. Um, but yeah, I'm not going, I, like, I don't dress up for it. I, I'm not a huge Swifty, but I'm very interested in the culture and the story of it all. So maybe he should have done that. I don't know. Rafe, uh, I mean, you, you can see how this is weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I could see where I'd, you could be alarmed as a parent, you know, maybe wrongfully so, maybe un, unfairly, judgmentally so, yes. but I could see where as a parent, if I saw a dude hanging out in the theater by himself, 40 years old, no kids, no wife, no female accompaniment mm -hmm. around tweens dancing and giving out friendship bracelets, that I'd be like, what are you doing, man? Right. Hey, Henry. What business have you here? Yes. But at the same time, I mean, I guess it's for everybody, right? T-Swift's for everyone. Taylor is for everyone. She sure is. Mm. She sure is. Yeah. Hey, listen, guy. Hope you enjoyed. Sorry it happened that way. <laughs> sorry. But... Sorry you had a bad experience. I don't know. <laughs> the fun. Tell, tell weird men to stop showing up places and ruin it for the good yeah. guys, all right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Because isn't that kind of, her concert's kind of like a 39-year-old man going to a cheerleading competition thing just by himself. Right. It's like in Little Miss Sunshine at the end whenever there's like the one single guy at the at the the beauty competition and Little Miss Sunshine gets done dancing with her dad and her brother and stuff and that guy's the only guy that stands up and claps because he was so into it. Like, that's a weirdo. Yeah. You look like a perv. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just going to say, you look like a perv. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. And you I, If I took my daughter and I go... I'd keep my eye on them. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'm being overprotective. Sorry. The, the creepy guys of yesteryear have ruined it for the good guys of now. So mm -hmm. I apologize. I'm sorry, but do something mm. about it. I, don't know. I would just wear a shirt that said, not a creep. <laughs> and that should cover it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he should Honestly, address man, it. Honestly, man, that's what I'm saying. Wear a shirt that says, not a creep, just love Taylor. Get off my back. Yeah. Cat dad it. alert. Get, get <laughs> off my back. <laughs> All right, today is October 17th. Back in the day, 121 years ago, 1902, the first Cadillac. 1902, Ooh. the first Cadillac was completed in Detroit. 107 years ago, 1916. And I miss Jeff uh, dearly when uh, this little factoid comes up on this particular date because Jeff's ears always perk up. 1916, A Daughter of the Gods, starring swimmer-slash-actress Annette Kellerman, premiered with the first nude scene in a major feature film. Sadly, no copy of this film is known to exist anymore. Hmm. 92 years ago, 1931, Al Capone convicted of income tax evasion. He was sentenced to 11 years in prison, released eight years later. Capone died a powerless recluse in 1947 after spending the rest of his life an invalid 
crippled by syphilis. 44 years ago, 1979, Fleetwood Mac releases the double album Tusk. What do you say? Crippled by Syphilis is actually a great local band. You should check them out. Crippled by Syphilis. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Uh, 36 years ago, 1987, Hans and Franz debut on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. 34 years ago, 1989, an earthquake stri- uh, strikes San Francisco just before the third game of the World Series between what two teams? It was the Giants and the... Uh, what year was this? 1989. Was it Padres? Yeah, A's. A's, that's what it was. It was the Battle of the Bay. Battle of the Bay. The A's, Giants, and an earthquake in San Francisco before the third game of the World Series. La Russa won that, right? Wasn't that the uh, Dave, um, oh, who's the the tall pitcher? He's like 6'8". Dennis Eckersley? No, 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 not the closer, starter. Dave Stewart? Dave Stewart. Stewart. That That was Dave Stewart uh, series, right? Yeah, the Eurythmics, Dave Stewart. Yeah, I just remember that Not video that of the one of the ballplayers running over and Rhythmics. grabbing a kid from the stands and trying to bring the family down uh, for dude, safety. So it was a 6.9 on the Richter scale, killed 67 people, caused more than $5 billion in damage. All I remember is the Bay Bridge collapsing on top of itself. Yeah. Like that oh, section. yeah, and you saw the That the haunted cars. me yeah, dude. for years. That was the news. That was like the news... Um, Go to that was the clip of the news yeah, oh for yeah. months. Uh, that same day, uh, Billy Joel's Stormfront was released. 26 years ago, 1997, Warren G regulated on Garth Brooks with a lawsuit alleging that our Garth, our dear Garth, had infringed on Warren G's trademarked circled G logo. Mm. What? Mm. Oh, yeah, Warren G sued. <laughs> I never knew that. They eventually reached, reached settlement, allowing both of them to use the letter. G as their logo. Crazy. Uh, that same day, I Know What You Did Last Summer hit theaters. And it's weird. It's an interesting story about that movie. So, everybody know that movie, oh, I Know yeah. What You Did Last Summer? Yeah. Did you see it as a ripoff of Scream? Yeah. Uh, no, it was, a, it was that same style. It was a silly and fun. And like Ghostface. It was, the- it was sometimes considered a ripoff of Scream. Kevin Williamson actually wrote both movies. But he wrote, I know what you did last summer first. Oh, no kidding. So, wow. And he tried to sell it, but nobody would, no movie company would take it. And then he wrote Scream, which then went to become a phenomenon, mm-hmm. and he had no trouble then selling I know what you did last summer. And it's summer. such a shame because, the go- and we're going to get to this in this list that I have for you guys, but Ghostface is such a lame villain, yeah. whereas the fisherman, you know, slasher guy mm-hmm. was kind of more mysterious and scarier because it was more realistic. I don't know. Ghostface is just such a lame mask. Yeah, yeah but, it's a, but it's a mask that you can sell and everybody can be. Guess that's you know true. what I mean? It, like, brought in. The culture could, like, touch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it was like, oh, my gosh, that's that silly mask. I want, I want that silly mask. So also in theaters that same weekend, The Devil's Advocate. Oh, that, that movie. Rules. That movie. That Keanu Reeves. Is awesome. That is Al Pacino at his Pacinoist. He is the devil. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I love Keanu Reeves. I think he's a cool dude. I think that he is a national treasure. Deserves to be protected. <laughs> at all costs. At all costs. The women agree. That being said, never has the chasm in acting ability been so wide as to watch Keanu try to do a southern accent and devil's advocate and go in and out of it. The whole movie. Oh, yeah, Al Pacino. Right. Yeah, and Charlize Theron over there oh, ha- having a breakdown. 
He was he was calling. I don't it. lose. I win. It's what I do. <laughs> he does go in and out of that accent. <laughs> He tries to yell at Al Pacino in the office. Oh, some, go look up. Maybe it was your time to lose. Look up Al Pacino's lines <laughs> in Devil's Advocate. Just him, he yells the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Vanity! Oh, and he's filthy, too. Oh, man. Great hair in that movie. Pacino? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, I may have to go watch that today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu and Nicolas Cage in... Uh, Con Air went to the same Southern accent acting coach <laughs> where they just kind of waver in and out of it the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Is that the one where it just says, Pacino, is that the one where it's like, <clears throat> she had a great ass. <laughs> Might be heat. <laughs> she got a great ass. Uh. Your head is all the way up it. <laughs> I think that's heat. Is that heat? I think so. <laughs> I saw an interview with him about heat. He said it was never on camera, but that he and the director had decided that his character in Heat was a co- did cocaine. So he was like, that was why that character was so tuned up all the time. The cop that he played in Heat had like a small cocaine problem. Even the still shots of Pacino in this movie look. are him yelling. <laughs> it's got his mouth wide open. Look, look, look. There's I know another one. Heat. He's yelling there. You're right. And he, oh, I, he's yelling at Hank Azaria. There it is. Oh, I hope, I hope it doesn't. We, will we get no way copyright can... infringement if we put on the I don't lose, I win? I, he doesn't. No way you're going to be able to play this. He doesn't curse. Here she got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it. <laughs> we need that as the drop. That's a heck, That's Hank Azaria being yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I may have to hear it again. Hang on. I'm sorry. Because she got a great ass. And you got your head all the way up it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's heat, though, right? Yeah, that's okay. great. Yeah, you're right. All right, Lauren, what do you got? It's uh, Crep on Celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Yeah, this, that speech, the great speech With from... The fire. Uh, there's no way that office. it's clean. Yeah. No, 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 no. Guys, Tommy Lee says that he used to drink two gallons of vodka a day because he liked the way it made him feel. Now he's one year sober, had a full body health scan, was told by a doctor recently everything looks great. Two gallons? Oh, yeah, two he's gallons. on Bill Maher's podcast. Um, Club Random. Which I listened to. Did you listen to it all? I, yeah, I was listening to it yesterday. And he and I were talking about Tommy Lee sounds like the most just dumbass guy. Like, he's so lovable, though. He is. He's so, But he's like a... He's like a golden, golden retrievers are smart, but like, he's, I don't know, he's like a dog. Like he's just like a a puppy. Yeah, he's like a puppy. And so, but a giant dong. I loved, I loved how they were talking about if they had to get day jobs, what they would do. And Bill Maher was like, would you want to come be a stripper with me? Yeah. And Tommy Lee's like, I will strip right now. Cause Bill Maher down in his club random, like man cave had a stripper pole that, is getting worked on. And so he thought it was so ironic that Tommy Lee's getting interviewed and that the stripper pole was not available yeah, out of all the interviews. What is it, repolished or something yeah. like that? Getting a fixed. Upgrade. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, so, uh, and I believe Tommy Lee that he drank two gallons of vodka a day. Yeah. Like at the height of Motley Crue. That's wild, isn't it? And he's not even California sober. Like he, Bill Maher smokes with all of his guests who partake. And Tommy Lee was like, I'm not yeah, touching not any of this anything. stuff. So just so you know, so, so Tommy Lee's on Bill Maher, Rob Halford, from Judas Priest is on Mark Maron's I'm podcast. A, that's next up. Excellent. Yeah. It's excellent. I've got to talk to Rob Halford twice, and it was cool. He's a he great guest. Like a, he seems like, and he's a very good guest on Maron. Yeah. And he talks about everything. 
hmm. come out of the closet, uh, you know, everything being... He, he says that, that Judas Priest is the first heavy metal band. Well, they both... So Black Sabbath and Judas Priest came out of Birmingham, England. And that's kind of interesting because it was an industrial town. And so to have bred such a base ground for metal out of Birmingham is kind of interesting. And he said the only reason he says that is because, you know, most people say Black Sabbath yeah. is the first heavy metal band. But Tony Iommi says, no, we're a hard rock band, mm. not heavy metal. Mm. Uh, any Rick and Morty fans in this room? Uh, yeah. My son. You know, I saw I saw a couple of seasons uh, recently. Probably started over the summer because I I, did, I had no idea what it was. And when I first turned it on, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna see if this is something me and my son can watch. <coughs> nope. Because no. boy is this, filthy. Uh, yeah, is this the is another Scott Rizzuto great parenting moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my son's like, Hey, you want to watch Rick and Morty with me? And I go, Okay. It's bad. It's filthy. I mean, it is beyond beyond filthy. Beyond filth. And I go, okay. And I, well, there's a seventh season. He's a good boy. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good kid. He's a good boy. Adult Swim revealed the replacement voice actors for Rick and Morty on the show's seventh season premiere on Sunday night since parting ways with the co creator and star, uh, Justin Roiland. Uh, Ian Cardoni will be the new voice of Rick Sanchez, and Harry Belden will be the new voice of Morty Smith for the show's upcoming season. Adult Swim fired Roiland in January after he was charged with domestic violence. And by the way, just reading into that, uh, Justin Roiland, who was the guy, yeah, he voiced Rick and Morty. Um, they said he, aside from doing the voices, mm -hmm. he was pretty much hands off the last couple seasons anyway, Not as writing. far as writing goes. As long as you get two is guys. Is Dan Harmon still involved? Dan Harmon is involved, yes. And I just put in the crap on folder. The, there's some audio. So if you're like curious about what, if you missed the promo and you're like, well, what is this going to sound like? Um, Dan Harmon was the creator? Him and Justin Roiland, yeah. Oh, okay. The pair. All right, here we go. Any progress? I found the version of me that killed my wife. You just missed it. Yeah, it sounds like Can I ask if you're currently a hologram? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. One sec. A little, a little different. A little different, but a, a little. I mean, after an episode it's close or two. enough. Not enough right. to bother me. Okay. Me neither. Uh, Chuck Norris and Vanilla Ice are going to be battling the undead in an upcoming movie that we didn't know that we needed called Zombie Plane. Uh, it was shot in Australia earlier this year. Chuck Norris allegedly can cure a zombie by biting it, and he will be playing himself. And allegedly, uh, Vanilla Ice <laughs> has some crazy anti-zombie powers, too. What? Zombie Plane will also be starring Sophie Monk. It was shot in her home. Sophie Monk? Sophie Monk. Wow. Who's, who's that? She used to be uh, in a lot of the teen movies. Effing zombies <laughs> off my mother. Sophie Monk used to plane. be in a couple of these like teen movies. She's back cute. in the early two thousands. Um, I don't know who this is. You Big know lips. her face. Oh my goodness. Unless she changed the way she looks, right? She got big look, big, like big, big lips. Big lips. Yeah, very. Zombie plane is what this movie will be called. Very pretty, but I don't know if I recognize her. Hmm. Oh yeah. You talking about like the all, all the parody movies that um, uh, Chris uh, Chris Pratt's ex was in? Like, wasn't Anna she? Ferris. I remember her. From yeah, Anna Ferris. Movie. Anna Ferris was like she was like the parody movie she queen. She was in a bunch of those kind like of like scary movie and Sophie Monk. Okay. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg met Pope Francis recently, gave him some sister act merch because he's a huge fan. He told Whoopi, quote, <laughs> one of the best things you can do for people is to help them and to have joy and help make them laugh. Whoopi says Pope Francis made her reevaluate her relationship with the church, quote, saying um, he was quite amazing. He's exactly what I hoped he would be, which is a pope for all people, regardless of religion, which I appreciated. I also wanted to thank him for all of my gay friends.
friends and all of my divorced friends because he said, listen, God loves you no matter what. Come back to church. Uh, uh, Sister Act 2 was the better one. Back in the habit. I haven't seen them in so long. <laughs> I loved them though, great. in the 90s. They're great. <laughs> Sister Act. We watched them with the family a couple months ago. Great. They hold up. Kendall Jenner went on a tequila tour across the Midwest, visiting different campuses, including U of I. She stopped by pouring shots, sharing samples with all the college goers. And she went to an off-campus bar called Cam's, where she hosted her 818 happy hour takeover to a very large crowd. Um, and so Jason Momoa is on his vodka tour, and he's in town today. He's in town right now. Okay? Can you feel it? I can feel it. Mm-hmm. When I can he feel, hit the ground, can I can feel it. it vibrates. I can feel Momoa, Momoa uh, energy. <laughs> he, is, he fl- is he flying private? Does he fly private? Kind of one of those guys that I wouldn't be surprised for either. He won't fit on a commercial airline. He rides a motorcycle on the town. He's just such a beefy, gorgeous, (laughs) just beefcake man. 12 feet tall. In my brain, he is. Regular guy. Uh, By the way, if you're on the Jason Momoa tour today uh, with his Miley vodka, Miley, uh, he's going to be at the De Parish Nooks from 4.30 to 6 p.m. It's going to be a doing? I wonder what he's doing tonight. Better bring an extra De Parish panties, am I right? Tesla is celebrating a launch of its latest electric vehicle. <laughs> if you vehicle. cross into De Pere, your ladies, your panties yeah. will start to sizzle. Yes. yes. <laughs> they just evaporate. Aquaman's in town, and the forecast is wet. <laughs> All, where's the lie? There are no lies of what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Manchester that's, that's Road, Aquaman. it's that's flooding. The, that's the front door of uh, De Pere Schnooks opening and closing all day long. <laughs> We need another mop. <laughs> Clean up they on the floor. Control. They put that, that grip tape down on the floor now. It's like being at a, at a uh, at Sea World in the front. Yeah. Of the Bring your boogie board Woo. to the De Pere Schnucks. Yes. In other outfits. That's why they news. call him Aquaman. <laughs> Tesla is. Hey. All right, sorry. Tesla is celebrating the launch <laughs> of its latest electric vehicle, the Cybertruck, with a limited edition beer. Their Cyber Beer now, guys. It's brewed and bottled in California by Buzz Rock Brewing Company. It's a Hellas Lager, which is Hellas. Can't wait to not drink this. And then, um, yeah, it's 7% alcohol by volume. It comes with an angular design to mimic the Cybertruck. Costs 150 bucks. Good And Lord. you can buy it now. Okay. For what? 150 bucks for what? Six just, one, just one little beer. For a beer? <laughs> Yeah. Does it say it's in an unbreakable bottle, and then when you try to break it, it <laughs> smashes immediately? Exactly like the Cybertruck, yes. I love it. Uh, somebody else wanted to the And wait, wait, when is that coming out? Um, oh, you soon. mean four years. Soon. Soon. <laughs> soon. Just like the Cybertruck. <laughs> I'll learn one more. One more. Dolly Parton's memoir, Behind the Seams, My Life in Rhinestones, is out today. And finally, Entertainment Weekly has ranked the top 20 best horror villains of all time. We're just going to go top five since... Uh, horror villains. Horror villains. This Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees is on the list, but not top five. He's number 10. Freddy. Yeah. Freddy's number eight. Hmm. Michael Myers. Michael Myers is number five. Who would be number one? Exactly. Uh, this, this is one. horror film only, right? This is horror films. Are yes. they going to count Ghostface? Ghostface is number seven. Uh, what about the, uh, the oh the the, the mom? No Exorcist. Jigsaw. No mom. Uh, the devil in <laughs> Exorcist. No Jigsaw. Jigsaw number seventeen. Uh, Hellraiser. Pinhead. Pinhead is on the Ooh, list. Good call. Number four. Uh, Jack Torrance. No Jack Torrance. Candyman. Kathy Bates Candy from Misery. Candyman is number six. No Kathy oh, Bates. Candyman is number six, yeah. guys. Guys, this top three just upsets me the as a horror fan. So is it like who? The werewolf. Werewolf. The original. Is OG in top Wolfman. 20. Oh, uh, so. Bela Lugosi. Uh, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, Dracula. Dracula's number one. You want to hear my Dracula impression? Yeah. Go. <clears throat> 
Bleh. <laughs> Very good risk. Okay. Good, man. That's it. That you know what? Nice. Jackson's not a bad number one, right? Uh, that is, hey, I guess he is a, yeah, it's a classic. I mean, the leader of the vampires, you know. Yeah. He's, the, he's the guy. Yeah, he's kind of There's the, I mean, scarier he's people the guy. than Dracula. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. But he's like the Tom Hanks of this. Uh, uh, this Frankenstein's this monster. Group. Number three. Yep, you got it. The mummy. No. What we look, so we're looking for a classic here, obviously. No, no, no. The, the two and four, which you need, um, 60s and 90s. Uh, 90s? 60s and 90s. 90s. Think about horror films of the 90s. Titanic. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Candyman. No, I already said that, buddy. Pumpkinhead. No. 60s. Chucky. No, Chucky's, Chucky. not, Chucky's not even on the list. That's, That's why this is Swamp trash. Thing? No, um, Swamp Thing is on the there. Blob. Top no Blob. Swamp Thing's not even a bad guy. Whoa, give us another clue on the 60s one. This is 60s the... classic Hitchcock. Birds. Oh, Psycho. Uh, normal, normal oh, Norman Bates. Bates. Norman, Norman. And the number two, Hannibal Lecter. Oh. That's good. And that's your crap on celebrities. Oh, man. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Holly Holm. It's the MMA fighter who gave Ronda Rousey her first loss. She's 42. Eminem is 51. Chris Kirkpatrick. I did not know that they had the same birthday. Yeah, it's weird. That one of those weird there. trivia. Uh, he's 52. Wyclef Jean is 54. Ziggy Marley, 55. Mike Judge, the genius creator of all things good, is 61. Alan Jackson is 65. Bill Hudson from the Hudson Brothers. Kate Hudson is his daughter with uh, Goldie Hawn. Bill Hudson is 74. George Wint, that's Norm on Cheers. Uh, and Jason Sudeikis is, is his nephew. Yeah, yeah. yeah J- Jason Sudeikis is George Wentz's nephew. Yep. Didn't know that. He's 75. And Michael McKean. Uh, Michael McKean is Spinal Tap lead oh, singer and guitar player. David St. Hubbins. That's all you need to know. Michael McKean is 76 years old. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Jessica Jewell. And today's birthday girl has been in 257 fine films, including Action Sports Sex 5, Ass Crunchers, Backseat Driver 2, 4, and 8, Booty Duty 3 and 5, huh. Hot and Sticky 2, uh, Moon's Favorite, Mr. Moon's Public Perversions 1. Wow. Well, there it is. Nasty Filthy Cab Rides 4, Poke a Hot Ass 5, Put It in Reverse 3, Sea Sluts 5, White Trash Whore 9, <laughs> and who could forget a role in 1994's Tongues on Fire. Jessica Jewell is 52 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, Traffic and Weather. All right, after the break, i got to take my medicine. Three shots coming my way. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Justin from Blue October, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I'll let you shoot me. Let you do it. Gladly. Time to shoot the boss. Yeah. Time to shoot the boss. Is it Learn's turn? What? I said, is it Learn's turn to fire you? No. Okay. Moon's going to shoot. I am the marksman. Let's do it. Let's do it. Self- all right, I'm, yeah, I'm behind the. Learn you want me to hold it? Uh, I'll get it. Remorseful marksman. Here, I'll give this to Rafe. 
Hang on, I got to do the drum roll thing. I got three Sad. shots coming my way. Three shots coming Let's get a my shot way. You Here as we the go. Ball. This is one. Dan Soder, you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday to whoever the hell's birthday it is. I bet it's a real special day for pretty much just you. All right, welcome back to the show. We got time for sports. Here we go. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? Sports presented by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Think you know football? Bet on it at DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportbook. Flag football is about to become an Olympic sport for both men and women. It'll make its debut in the 2028 games in L.A. along with squash. Returning to the games in 2028 are cricket, lacrosse, baseball, and softball. Okay, and here's what I think is cool. So flag football, I bet you you'll get a couple ex-NFLers. Really? Yeah. Dang. What do you think? We're almost NFLers? A couple ex-NFLers who will get in on Team USA. I think I, I read something uh, like Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. He's like, man, I'll do it. That would be cool. That's fun. That'd be cool. And the fact that they took baseball away and now they're bringing it back, I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and cricket and lacrosse. I don't care about those. Cricket hasn't been played in the Olympics <laughs> since 1900. Which I think you wild. would, if you if you watched cricket for a while, I think you'd actually dig it. I, I, it's I, so cool. I've tried to watch. You ever tried to watch, watch cricket on? There's a bunch of dudes at SIUE that used to play in the, play like indoor cricket. And I used to, like, at the track that would, like, go around the upstairs yeah, and yeah. stand up there and, like, watch them. I, know, I still right. couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. My, like, my son doesn't like baseball. But that's because he does not want me to explain the rules. He doesn't know how, how it goes. I mean, now he does. But, it, it, for, like, if you learn the rules and learn the I'm game, sure cool. that's, like, the first step of getting into it. You can't it's just the number one sport in India, it. right? It's like India, Pakistan. Yeah. It's yeah. huge in Australia. Cricket, rugby. All, I mean, so, all, I the, all those sports that you kind of like, ah, whatever. Once you start to learn the rules a little bit, it becomes a really fascinating cool So there's sport. the bowler. That's the thrower. Yeah. Yeah, batter. The, the wicket. Right? The wickets, the are, wickets the are the things that are holding the little that's all I know. things up. Are you supposed to try to hit the ball as far as you can? Um, It depends. It depends on what type of... Batter you are. If you could, if you count it like you would baseball, the there's a guy from Australia who, his batting average is the greatest in all of like batting history, and it was something like 800. Uh, I, I couldn't. I, I don't know. If Absolutely that's insane. You it's can not bounce just, the ball in on cricket too. Right? It's right. not just about hitting it. It's about protecting the wickets. Yeah. You don't want to get the outs, and it's like hot box in between. So you and the other guy are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to score runs. Yeah, but I the think field I is open everywhere. It's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Uh, so baseball was a medal sport from '92 to 2008, and in 2020, softball was one from '96 to 2008, and in 2020. The interesting thing about the addition of flag football is that, like you mentioned, there may be NFL players, uh, and now obviously there's the XFL league going on so uh same for major league stars in baseball tragically breakdancing does not return uh, after oh, it, it did make its debut man. in paris in 2024 i mean it, it will make its uh debut in 2024 uh it's weird though they're doing it much those are intramural sports to me like is kickball eventually going to be an olympic sport dude? yes i hope so because that'd be rad i'm pretty cool 26-year-old Jake Paul, two first names, who last fought Nate Diaz in August, is preparing to lace up the boxing gloves once again for his next pro bout in mid-December. Uh, he said, eight, eight fights in the boxing game, and I'm already its biggest name. I've proved that I can headline the biggest global events and defy the odds. He has a draw. 
He is a draw. His opponent is not yet known. Of course, he did beat Nate by unanimous decision, bringing his record to seven and one. His lone loss was a split decision with Tommy Fury in February, um, which, by the way, uh, Paul said he wants to do a rematch with Fury, but Tommy just fought on Saturday, and although he didn't take that much damage, it's tough to imagine him turning around in 60 days. Uh, we did lose the Pick'em Challenge 51 to 47. Scott won for us, though, 11, followed by Ray Thank for you. 10, me and Learn at 9, and Riz with 8. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. All right, one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. Oh, by the way, Chris Kerber makes his return tomorrow to talk all things blues. All right, we'll be back. All right, that is it for us, Donnie. Fandango is next. Before we get out of here, got to shout out Junkweiser one more time. King of Junk, the sponsor of Rafe's Head this week. And thank you, Junkweiser, for your generous donation to the Song Society. That's right. Junkweiser has lots of services they provide. Appliance removal, furniture removal, hot tub removal, garage cleanouts, basement cleanouts, hoarder cleanouts. I would love to be on site for one of those. Demolition or eviction cleanouts. If you need help, call 314-260-7110, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're always open and ready to help. Or go to junkweiser.com to book. And thank you so much for your donation. Moon. Podcast is called. The podcast today, well, it was a big food day because it is National Pasta Day. Sure is. So I will sauce for you is the podcast title. Make sure you follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Guys, go forth and sauce today. I'm going <laughs> to yes. sauce so it's hard today. later. Oh, my God. Sauce. I'm already saucing. I'm, I'm saucing right you. now. Hey, if you're looking for a little sauce for the Rizzuto Show, go to the number two show because it's out today with my special guest, Lauren. Uh, and Lauren says the dirtiest thing I've ever heard her say before. No. What? Oh, yeah. It is pretty dirty. It's... But it's within really the first cute Within the, the first five minutes. Have you seen it, Moon? It's actually not it's dirty the at all. It's uh. Oh. It's not Roseanne. Oh, can't listen. <laughs> Roseanne Rizzuto cannot Roseanne listen. No. Rizzuto cannot listen. Roseanne cannot listen. I sat and forward past the first. I sat and watched it with my wife yesterday on the couch. Just that <laughs> oh, first. I, you got to watch this. And she went. <gasps> I know. Okay, that's it. I've just gonna, my... I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. Watch the number two show on the YouTube. I'm a, sorry ahead of time. All right, we got to go. Uh, we I'm leave not. you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hot Shots. Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Morgan Eber from Imperial is yeah, our Morgan. Team the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.